I mean, might, we might not want to lose it. this. Demo, no. do you on finally? Oh, I see red. I see red. <laughs> this is continuous. I so if I go to shortcuts and I do push to talk, it won't let me like. You need the window. Buttons. You need the window. No, no, no. Hold on. So, so when you go to shortcuts, right? Yeah. You can see push to talk, right? Yes. It's listed. What happens when you click on under shortcut? There should be when you go across and push to talk under shortcut. There should be something. What's there? It says press shortcut. So then I'm going to press like say command. Right. And nothing happens. Click on it first. Click yeah. on press shortcut. Why don't you and just then with the your window. left mouse Use the and then window. press it. I'll just do the window. What is is enable global shortcuts checked? Oh, let me see. Um, enabled global <laughs> shortcuts. So, so you look at shortcuts. You're on the shortcuts. This, 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 right? this, this is podcast. That is checked. So then you look at you have push to talk under function, right? Yes. Then under data, there's nothing. Nothing. And then under shortcut, what is that? It says nothing. And if I click on it. It will say press shortcut. So, like, say I press command or control, but you're hitting more than that. Why you're pressing so many? I'm just hitting command right now. <laughs> Nothing's happening. I think you should just use that window. I'll just do the window. Oh my god! <laughs> Why is this so hard? Oh no. Um. But you know what? We do it for the sound quality because Discord, we're not going to get all this. So so we get the bonus of, of tech talk and better sound quality. So it's a, it's a net win for the guild, really. Yeah, I guess. Can you hear me now? Yeah, we can hear you. Okay, so I'm just using the window. So mm -hmm. you're using the little microphone window? Yeah. That's what I do, too. Yeah. Just in case. Yeah. yeah. Now you have to record. So press the record button. The red dot. Huzzah. Okay, it's a recording, Good. recording we've got, started. We've got Grandpa all set up. Ready to go. Oh, yeah. He's ready to go out on the internet. <laughs> on the internet. Can, can I close the recorder Please window? don't. Please don't do that. <laughs> okay. Whatever you do. <laughs> and don't even select that window, because then if you hit spacebar, it'll close it. Okay, I'm just doing push to talk window, and that's it. I like it. We get it. He's got the soul of a seventy-year-old man. <laughs> God bless. I, re I really, I really do. <laughs> I really do. <laughs> so, so I think everybody sounds pretty good. Do I sound okay? You sound great. Okay. You sound fantastic. Yeah. Perfect. Love it. All right. So, uh, are we ready to get started? Let's get into this fucking thing. Yeah. 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 All right. Welcome to the Advanced After Combat Podcast. This is a podcast about wargaming and uh, the people who do it. This podcast is brought to you by myself, Dave, my bromance partner, Jason. Hello. And a mystery guest that we select from our guild on BGG every month. Well, every month or so. Whenever we and record. That's right. And so this month, the, uh, the guest that we've selected is B-Mode. Hey, well, guys. Welcome back. <laughs> yes. Mm. Yeah. 
So it's tough with our busy schedules right now to find time to podcast <laughs> since we're we're out and about and it's going no to work free and, time right now. You say that, but I, I I feel like I have been pretty busy lately. Oh, your your job probably hasn't changed a lot. No, not at all. Which sucks. You working from home, Jason? Um, four days a week. Yeah. My office is still open, so yeah, it's quote unquote business as usual. Yeah, I'm full-time telework. Yeah, that's that's the way to do it. Yeah, I'm working from home. And you guys, good luck or uh, good good news. You didn't you didn't get quarantined, right? Oh, for New York, yeah, I guess we're going to get quarantined. <laughs> yeah, it, it looks like it is not for for now. We've we've dodged it. So. Yeah, because just in case for posterity, uh, people don't realize there is a, a large issue that's that's looming over uh this podcast this time in in history um rally in the valley is no longer recorded that's right actively. god, god so, bless so if, if you sound a little bit stressed or Side upset it's, yeah i mean so <laughs> just wanted to throw that out there i mean who knows maybe they'll come back yeah so that's it i, I do have a lot more free time though i mean like for me, because I supervise a bunch of people, it's kind of like uh, if they're not having issues, then I really don't have a whole lot going on. So nice. a lot of this is yes. me just waiting around for something to happen. That's 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 not a bad life. I, although I do, I, I I do have like an, an extra ninety minutes in my day from my oh, afternoon yeah. commute, not not being there, um, but I just end up working. Oh yeah, my buddy told me he's like I drove from downtown to where we live. He's those thirty minutes, dude. I mean, yeah, I like that's the, that's yeah. zombie apocalypse time. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, there's nice. no way you could drive. I saw that. the LA no. maps are are pretty pretty free. It's good stuff. Yeah, it's funny too because they started to like do it. They're trying to obviously get as many people out of the office as possible, and so they're starting to realize they're like, we well, we got to have some work for this person to do, and it's like. What do they do anyway when they're in the like we're starting to realize we're not sure what these people are even doing when they're here <laughs> we're having difficulty finding and like one of my bosses you know we've got some older bosses we we've always been into telecommuting basically because we just ignored our bosses and basically just allowed people to do it uh and so now the the higher bosses have a tr problem with it because they're like well what if we send the person home and they're getting paid for 10 hours, but they only have six hours of work? I'm like, yeah, that motherfucker would have been doing six hours of <laughs> work right, and 10 yeah. hours in the <laughs> office too. Like, <laughs> that's, that's there's no fucking difference. That's the biggest problem. The bosses that are higher having trouble because they're like, we should be managing someone right now. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So we feel like we need to start coming out with all these rosters and But they need to understand, like, they don't work either. That's what I, like, you're not doing anything. Right. Our, our, our vice presidents in our business are freaking out. Like you're never in the office anyway. This doesn't fucking matter. Just <laughs> let everybody do their job. They're doing fine. We're still making yeah. money. You don't have anything to do anyway. Don't use this as an excuse to get up on everybody's business. Calm the fuck yeah, down. For, for us, obviously, it's not a big issue. Like. Uh, I mean, there could be customer issues down the road, but for now it's fine. But it reminds That's me good. of like when uh, I had a buddy who worked for the MTA in LA, and so they had bus services they ran, and the bus service is basically their primary thing, but they'd always operate at a loss. So uh, when the bus drivers, when the <laughs> bus like drivers, <laughs> the bus drivers went on strike, and he's like, suddenly we're profitable. He goes, 
they all went on strike. He goes, we make most of our money through sales tax revenue. So he's like, we're building up this giant war chest as long as the strike is going. Oh. He goes, he goes, if we just God stop doing our what our primary, yeah, if we stop doing what our primary mission is, we immediately become profitable. <laughs> Oh, oh the public so sector. I'm, so I'm doing the grocery store runs. I, I I go to the grocery store. It's it's like shopping in the Soviet Union, basically. Mm -hmm. you know, yeah. You're like yep. you're like, Bread hey, lines. I found I found eggs. <laughs> I got eggs. Beans. <laughs> no, I have, to, I have to do the uh, I have to do the grocery runs also for um, my future uh, parent-in-laws too. Yeah, it feels like road warrior. Like you're get yeah, strapped like, in, you I, get ready to go out there. It is. It is. It's like okay, I got you know, I have all my gear in the car. You know, I have uh, my wipes and my hand sanitizer in the car. Okay, too. Your bandana. Yeah, I uh, have the tiger and the CD player. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird for my way because I really don't do the grocery shopping. So I'll bring it back and I'll be like, oh, look what I got! I got eggs and I got this. And I, I finally found milk, and she's like, she doesn't get it. <laughs> interesting times the big thing here is uh, English muffins and if I I better bring Thomas English muffins back no, don't 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 bring the store <laughs> brand home oh no we're, we're at Dave you're you're slipping off push the tuck got nothing bravo bravo come in yeah they uh yeah, for some reason the English muffins were still around. That wasn't an issue. But what do you do? And the weird thing too is my dad was in uh, Africa this whole time, so he and uh, my stepmom were in Tanzania, Kenya. So they just flew back like four days ago. Are they yes. are they quarantine quarantined? They're hey, self quarantined hey, for okay. They're, they're self quarantined for fourteen days. So wow. I mean, they not that they aren't quarantined, but they're supposed to like you know just stay. At There's. Home. Did they bring the back? No, well, they did safari. They did the safari stuff, but yeah, they didn't kill anything. They, oh. yeah. <laughs> well, then what do you? What, I mean, what are you doing over there? Yeah, they wanted to stay. Some they real trophies. They didn't want to come back. Yeah, so it's been interesting. It fucked up my retirement plans a little bit. I might have to <laughs> re re readjust, recalibrate. One more year at work. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't. At least, at least into June, you know, because I was going to leave on the. No. <laughs> I was going to leave on the 4th. I was going to leave on the 4th for Missouri to, to house shop. Like in a week? Mm-hmm. Wow. You just went there recently, didn't you? Uh, to Missouri or no? No, we went there in the summertime. Last oh, summer. I thought I you just went there like last month or a couple months ago. No, we were supposed to go this this time. This was supposed to be our house shopping trip. Oh, okay. And we didn't do it. So we didn't cancel. Gotcha. But whatever. Who knows? So, uh, anything else going on? Be mode, you're getting married soon. That's still on. You're gonna perfect example, perfect time to back out, buddy. Perfect excuse. <laughs> so, um, we're gonna we we we're we're having a talk with the the venue. Um, oh yeah, I want to let you know I'm not gonna be able to make it to the wedding in June. Just I know uh, <laughs> prior yeah. commitments. Yeah, I know. So we're we're having a talk with the venue. Um, and then we'll, we'll see what our options are because i know june's still a ways away but there's it's it's still yeah, it's not, not that, that far away yeah <laughs> it's still not looking that great out here mm -hmm. and um it seems like things are still going to be 
shut down or just really shitty. <laughs> um, so it's been a little bit, it's been stressful. Um, and we're just, we're, you know, we're trying to figure it out. So, but they'll, yeah. they'll like refund, they'll give you a re or like a voucher or a rain check or something. I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. We, we were with the contract. We're allowed to have one, um, redo date so we can change it to another date of, of our choosing, you know, as long as it's available. So, mm -hmm. um, but the thing is like, Oh, I know with this place, all the 2020 dates are filled. So if we have to reschedule, it won't be till mm. 2021. So. Wow. Yeah. So I would recommend getting married and then do the ceremony whenever you guys can. Yeah. That, that's one thing that we've talked about too, is just, just getting married and then we could do then it over Skype. Like a, I'll get ordained. And then, and then have you a know? party. You know, I, 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 like we'll I like that when BMO talked about the after party and all good goes, uh, BMO, when you get married, it's called a reception, not an after <laughs> no, party. No, it's an after party. <laughs> let, him, let, him, let him have his... Let him have No, it. no, there, there, there was there was an... A, there's going to be... There was an after, there's an after party after, this, after the reception. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we... we uh, so Are you going to get some well, you know. Oh God! <laughs> just, <laughs> just bleed everyone. Yeah, just uh, doom. Just out. doom it out. Just constant doom. Uh, no, but we we had like another. There's like a bar that was by the hotel uh, that we had, and we have still um, another a reservation at. So like there was the reception, and it's all booze and all free booze and all wine and all that stuff that we have there. We party. Um, the farm unfortunately has to close at like 10 and then we go to this other bar that doesn't close until we kind of leave. <laughs> Is that where we, we meet up with the farm animals after hours? They all yes. go over there. Right. Yes. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. They yeah. hook up for drinks. Nice. Hey, nice. so, uh, gaming wise, are you still, can you still get over to castle stone? Or are you just not doing anything like I, that? I can't, I can't, he, he can't yeah. helicopter you in or something to the roof. <laughs> It's like ET. No. You just have a, t no. a tube. I, I, am, I imagine Clay's house is like the uh, hotel from Altered Carbon. The <laughs> <laughs> fucking yeah. machine gun turrets. I, I could see Castle Claystone being on complete lockdown right now. He he doesn't seem like I, he fucks I, around with germs very much. I yeah, I don't think he fucks around with germs, and I think it's pretty locked down. But the thing is, too, he also I he also eats out a lot. You know, so the, I'm, I I need to text him because I haven't texted him here in the last couple of weeks just to see how he's doing. Um, just check in, see how Tinder's yeah. going right now. Like, well, he's 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 probably loving, getting tested daily. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. just loving the time of COVID. <laughs> the worry would be that his ex-wife might zip line across from the other building and land on his balcony. I know because she's, she's still there. She's parasolting in. <laughs> Give me all your hand yeah. sanitizer, motherfucker. But yeah, I, I could um, I could see Clay making a robot with a TV with B Mode's face on it, like a Skype channel that would oh, just yeah, move like the, around. Yeah, and like play the with like the hospital robots. <laughs> that's right. That's yeah. right. Like the Sheldon robot. Hey, I would yeah. sign up for that. I'll I'll take a I'll take a B Mode robot in my house. A B Mode robot. Mm -hmm. Before so before this all kind of escalated, uh, I was going I was still going to Castle Claystone pretty regularly, and we were playing. Um, uh, Birds of Prey. That's that was the last thing we were getting into. Oh yeah. Okay. Um, so so that's one of those really um, 
detailed air-to-air -air games um, that you usually usually see like Jesse or Ralph playing at the end of a night <laughs> at a convention, you know? Right. Um, you know, uh, where it, it, it takes maybe like 10 minutes just to do kind of like a little move. Uh, but we, we were having a lot of fun with it, and it was really cool to, to sort out and figure out the um, – the graphs that we were working with, um, but we we did we didn't get to we didn't get a, we didn't even, didn't even get a chance to shoot at each other yet. Um, <laughs> we're just kind of flying around. Um, so is, is that a game where you actually have to know how to like do like actual dog fighting to be able to do it? Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, because I wouldn't know the it, first thing about what to do. Yeah, it's funny because like like uh, I I I started playing. I started. I brought this game to the the game club in Brooklyn, and there's one guy in there that was like uh, ex Air Force, and he kind of saw us playing, and he was just like, "Oh my god, like this is so fantastic! Like this is what they had us doing in the Air Force," and um, he got really really excited about playing it, and um, I, I hope he's still playing it. Even even though we can't play anymore, because the even the game club in Brooklyn they've shut down now. He's playing um, it in heaven now, Bimo. Yeah, yeah. At least God bless. But yeah, it's a very cool game. If you, I mean, it really feels like you're in a cockpit flying around. If I mean, if that's if that's the level of detail that you want to get to and play and sim, it's more of a simulation for sure, um, rather than a game. Well, truthfully, we probably have one of the best hobbies to have if you're going to be on quarantine. You yes, we've oh, been we really do. for this for yeah. a long time. In, in, in preparation yeah. of this, I'll be I'll be reviewing a solo game for this. Yeah. So that's there's a lot. Of, my clipping has been fantastic right now. <laughs> I just heard the Vassal server might crash. That's my biggest concern. Like, and Trump has not mentioned it once, but I think it's something we yeah. really need to address. The Vassal server needs, yeah. to especially in his base, we need to we need to address this issue. Yeah. So. <laughs> That's right. I tried asking a question on Facebook, but they wouldn't read it. <laughs> so, <laughs> so um, guys, there is a quiz. Oh, there's a quiz. There's, there, there's still a quiz. There's still a quiz. It, there will always be because we will not let any natural disasters. Yeah. Fuck, oh, fuck that. Oh, so speaking of natural disasters, I uh, I bought luckily like a gigantic steak pack like a week and a half before this all kicked off. Is it so Omaha? I've got like. From it's, it's, it's no, it's Harris Ranch. Oh, even is, fancier. If you live in, Cal Look at you. in California, you know Harris Ooh, Ranch, right? So, but it's like, <laughs> it's like a deal where it's like three hundred and sixty bucks for fifty pounds of beef. Yeah, which is not bad. Solid deal, really good. And so, uh, you know, ribeyes, everything. So, because my buddy and I were talking about it, and we're like, you know, are people going to freak out about this thing? We're like, yeah. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to do my fucking steak pack order. So. I pick it up next day. I put it all in my freezer. And so I told someone, I'm like, yeah, and, and my wife was funny because I said, hey, you know, if the neighbors uh, need something, you know, we've got, we might want to let it. She goes, no, we don't need to be telling people. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, wow, very cutthroat. I like it. Wow. But, Love wow. it. But so I told Meanwhile, one of my buddies at Aaron work. Aaron and I are shopping for our neighbors. <laughs> I told one of my buddies at work, I said, hey, I got this steak pack and everything. So I'm pretty set, I think, as far as meat. And he goes, well, what if there's a power outage? And I'm like, I don't think you understand what we're dealing it's with not, here. Like, it's I'm not like, where we are. I'm like, I've been watching fuck? too much television. I'm like, how the fuck would there be a power? Like, yeah. what if your house collapses? Like, That's what I understand. Like, why are people buying bottled water? Like, you, our infrastructure's fine. Just stay the like, fuck well, inside. 
Yeah, that's some toilet paper stupid. Oh my gosh. The toilet paper thing's ridiculous. Like, go wash your ass in the shower. Like, literally, I could do. We'll all be fine. I could do without toilet paper. Yeah. See, I I have a I have a bidet. So I. Speaking of bourgeoisie. Yeah. Yeah. Besides, that's what underwear is for in an emergency. That's right. That's right. You have some white t-shirts in the closet. You won't even. You won't even put. You don't even put gloves on, dipshit. But you've got two layers of clothing over your ass. Right. Right. You guys have never used a sock before. Come on. (laughs) We've all been in a situation where we've had to use a sock. You got to use a sock. Give me a give me a break. Yeah. So. All right. So, B-Mode, you have two choices. You have a choice. I think he has one choice. Right. Well, no, I mean, he can choose two what? things in that choice. <laughs> That's right. one choice, technically. But b- b- before I choose, who's drinking what? What are you guys drinking? Oh, oh yeah. Uh, I'm drinking That's Negronis. And I've been smart drink- are you the- really? <clears throat> I've been drinking since noon. Um, Hell, yeah. Now we're talking. This is going to inform your decision. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I, I was drinking gin until... Um, 23 minutes ago and then i and then i poured in negroni nice what kind of gin do you use you negroni tangray oh that's good that's yeah. a good negroni that's what we've been that's what we've been buying in the in the handles so we that's what our disaster prep was we bought um a, a, a 1.5 liter of uh, vodka gin and tequila just in case and we're nice. somebody, somebody underestimated how long this was going to last. Well, that's the thing. I was going to say we're we're almost out of all of them, and it's been a week and a half. <laughs> so, well, you are working from kids. home. What am I going to do at noon when all I have is fucking conference calls for the rest of the day? It's Andrew, right? Andrew with kids all day long. I know. So oh cool. Jesus fucking Christ! They're so loud, and they're behind how me right now. How many kids do you have? A- how many kids do you have at home, Jason, during the this? Um, well, I mean, technically kids, I have two, but I have uh, four dependents. So my daughter turns 18 tomorrow, uh, Monday. Mm. Yeah. Gotcha. The, and the older two are fine, but the, uh, the four-year-old is... He doesn't like being cooped up all day. So, so Jason, let me ask you a question because I ran into this uh, recently. Like, so if you're getting pretty lit, like your daughter's old enough to know if you're fucked up, right? Um, probably. Yeah, I haven't. I haven't asked her this. <laughs> does she ever say anything to you? Does she no. ever kind of give any shit or anything? Okay. No. I, I was no. just curious because it was easier when they were young because they don't fucking know. But like later on, like, oh, geez, yeah, like, I think I think my kids know, and they just kind of they kind of. We all have our own spaces, so they stay away from that. Um, so they kind of, yeah, you know, when it's that time, they just kind of, everyone kind of just, just out. like, just like we did with our parents. <laughs> oh yeah, and did, I was in, she... I was in a in a two bedroom trailer, and I had to figure out how to do that. Go We're in the rocks. That's right. Yep. yep. Does she ask you or tell you certain things when you're drunk to knowing that it, maybe it will go a little smoother if she tells you at that certain time? Um, no, I think it probably goes less smooth. I'm pretty open. We we're, we uh-huh. talk a lot, and and I've told her, you know, my 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 sordid past. She she's she knows quite a bit. Um, okay. So we have a pretty um pretty open conversational relationship. So yeah, yeah. it's everything yeah. I would ask for. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, yeah Jason's Jason's a, a unique parenting style. 
the funniest, <laughs> the funniest was when we were at AECCon watching us as we were sitting at the bar and C-Rack was at the table as Jason's describing various ways he handles issues with his kids. Mm-hmm. Watching C-Rack's stunned like, face. Tw- <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we just, had a relation- we, we just had a conversation recently where I was like, I don't care if you're smoking weed. You can't give it to your brother. Wow, that's you got to draw a line somewhere. You got to draw a line somewhere, and that's where it is. Yeah, but Especially good just, good news. Just, she's not smoking it, weed. It was it's just it was for respiratory reasons. Just for respiratory <laughs> that's reasons. Right. That's right. That's right. Nothing happened. I, I think I think vaping's even going to go downhill after this. We'll oh, see. I hope so. I hope so. That's bad stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I because of my lived experience, I, I'm I'm a fairly shall we say liberal parent. Because right. all I look back on is, well, she's not as bad as I was. Yeah, I know. My wife yeah. tells me that's a bad measuring stick <laughs> to use. But... <laughs> but it's the only thing I have. So, what are you drinking? I, I'm drinking Mai Tais right now. Oh, nice. Hell yeah. What yeah. rums? So, I'm doing, I'm doing I did Mai Tai, and I have um, an Eldorado 15 year in there. Okay. I have uh, Rum Fire. Okay. Which is fantastic. Mm-hmm, I, mm-hmm. I, I could just throw a rum fire at anything. It tastes so good. Um, a a Martinique rum. Okay. Um, so it's a uh, favorite Martinique rum, and then a another Martinique rum, uh, Clement. Uh, mm-hmm. The S O P. The uh, this the shrub the shrub, the shrub the creole. Oh shrub. oh 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 yeah for the so for the listener. Okay. So there's four rums in there. Yeah. For the listener, if if you order that in a tea bar. In, in Southern California, that's probably going to be a $25 drink, probably, give or take. That sounds, yeah, it sounds yeah. about right. Yeah. 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 Really, what, is it if really you make it, what is it if you make it at home? Oh, I mean, this is probably like six, I don't know, maybe. Yeah, like probably. Six yeah. bucks? Six bucks, yeah. Six to eight bucks? There you go. Stay home, people. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. That's right. It's a smart move. We were preparing for this Stay for a long time. Yeah. Yeah, and stop hiking. Stop hiking around. Don't don't brag. Like we're drunk. We can't hike. It's not safe for us to hike. Stop showing off with all the hiking and we're taking We're dehydrated walks. already. We can't go. Up yeah, the you're not impressing anyone. Yeah. Like seriously, I think yeah. my neighbors Your are building a fucking chicken coop. Yeah. Dude, my neighbors are building a chicken coop. I'm like, are you serious? Like See, that's too much labor. No, and I don't even think you're allowed to have a chicken coop. That's good prep work. So I actually, I'm. I told. I told Aaron, I'm going to write a letter to the HOA. We should be able to build chicken coops like we're not allowed to have uh we can't have chickens but the grocery store doesn't have eggs if i had chickens i would have eggs oh ours had eggs today if, if so facto so, yeah it was like i felt well, like I found, too, uh, that, i felt like i found that fuel uh tanker place in mad max <laughs> <laughs> yeah. got the petrol oh, was the, i mean road warrior sorry road that's warrior. right oh yeah yeah get it right <laughs> okay. get it right you're you know, since uh, since I've been a kid, like I've always dreamed of being like a post-apocalyptic warlord, like from World Warrior. <laughs> just, yeah. Now's your time. Like, yeah, but start charging like, rent. Fuck, this is it. Yeah, that's you, guided you, a lot of your life lifestyle decisions too as you've grown up. You're like maybe some evil overlord needs a graphic designer to make yeah. his motif on his banners. Exactly. I'm there. Exactly. <laughs> Now's your time. You get your protection racket in now, you're good to go. You're like, I, I, I perfectly placed myself for this opportunity for your <laughs> war banner. <laughs> okay, so there's a, oh, and Wait, so no, I'm, I'm drinking talking? beer. What, yeah. what are you drinking? I'm drinking beer. 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 Just yeah. beer. Wow. The yeah. end of the world as we know it. 
I need I know. a new freaking beer. I've got a lecture recently, so oh, I'm, okay. I'm, a, I'm, oh. a, I'm a strict beer ration. What kind of beer? Uh, Modelo. Very nice. Cancer. Very nice. Mm, Especial. Okay. Especial. Yeah. Very nice. Uh, so, B-Mode, there is a quiz. Yes. And you have one choice of two people, mm. as Jason has corrected me. There's one choice. <laughs> Salute. <laughs> I thought the first choice was actually if I wanted to take the quiz, but okay. Oh, that's true, Jason. You're oh, wrong. Yeah, Touché. Fair enough. Fair enough. Ah! Wow. Wow. Corrected. I stand corrected. I bow before you. Doing this, so. <laughs> there are two choices. One: Will you take quiz? Yeah, I, I, I mean, I think, I, I, I think people love hearing <laughs> what a dipshit B mode is. <laughs> what, so what could go wrong? Yeah, people are like, ah, oh, God, Bemo, it's so stupid. Let's do it. Yeah. And we normally say there's people driving that are listening. No, there's people just sitting at home. No, there's people just sitting at home. Right? They have, no one's sitting in their car. They, they have headphones in so they don't have to listen to their kids screaming as they play um, Roblox. Okay. So I guess my choice is who do I want to be on my side? That's correct. <laughs> and I have uh, I have a uh, Dave and I have um, Jason. That's correct. <laughs> so far, you're well, great. Nicely done. You're doing very well. Those are my two choices that I have. You've done this before. <laughs> you've you've successfully put your name and date on the test. You yeah. ready to go? Ah, shitters. Okay, uh, we're gonna do um, um, we're gonna do Jason. Oh, fuck I it. want. I think I think last time I did this, I think okay. I had Dave on my side, and this time I'm gonna do Jason. And, oh, but before I do it, good luck. Before I do it, I before I do it, I have to go to the bathroom and yeah, I, I want to make myself drink. another drink. Yeah, I have to make myself another. No drink. toilet paper. We're on rationing. No toilet paper. No, he has a bidet. He's fine. Oh, I have a bidet. Oh, that's right. Never mind. I have a bidet. It's great. Don't tell your neighbors about bidet. Come no, after using. this, <laughs> messages will be right back. I never left. <laughs> I, I've been here the whole time. Nice. It felt like years. It's been, <laughs> it's been a while. Hey, hello, so when you, said, when you said you guys are doing family time by the fire, what was that? You guys outside or something? Or? Mm -hmm. Yeah, we have a oh. we, we bought a fire pit. Nice. So, yeah, we're we're like in the middle of a backyard remodel so we put our pool in and did our rock um and then we put, put our your pool in is that what mm -hmm. you said you yeah pool? We, yeah we have a pool now you have a pool we wow. have a we have an above ground garden which is nice we're growing some tomatoes and jalapenos oh yeah i got stuff. that nice yeah, i got that too uh, so i think the pergola is the next step but yeah we have a, a little fire pit that that we go and drink by and it's it's nice because it's it's like low 60s right now so we light the fire and hang out there as a family and talk it's it's great it sounds fantastic yeah it's nice okay are you guys ready for a quiz yeah because I myself into uh, my tie and oh, uh, that's what took so long yeah sorry you got a batch there's four i i well, i am i'm doing it i'm doing it this is i do it doubles at a time but nice still. 
Nice. Hey, hey, have we have we gotten any new reviews on our podcast? Because we said we would read them if we got. Oh, it. I don't know. I don't. I don't think I even have iTunes. You have a podcast and you don't have iTunes. I don't have iTunes. <laughs> no. Yeah, I I don't have iTunes either. What do you use for podcasts? Podbean. Uh, uh, what's it called? Pocket Podcast Addict. I think is what I use. Do you have Podbean? Which is literally what we use for the podcast. <laughs> I don't have that. App, podcast no. addict. Podcast addict is. What yeah, that's what I used to. See. Yeah. yeah. Same as. Um, let me look on Podbean and see if we have anything. I got, is there I got anything it right on iTunes. Here. I got it. Right. Yeah, here's an iTunes review. Give slash take a shot. Twelve step program to stop listening, or the hosts need to go on a twelve step program. You decide. I had a much longer review planned, but I'm in search of the perfect Negroni. Gee, thanks, Jason. There we go. <laughs> Cheers. That was, a good, that was a good review. That's I don't good. know if it was positive or negative, uh-huh. but it was good. That's good. So the scary thing is the the RPG feed is getting a lot of um, non-guild listeners, and it it kind of freaks me out. There's a lot of people have, following. Have you, guys, have you guys gotten a review on that yet? Uh, I haven't. There's I a lot of people following it. One. Jack I, haven't, I haven't looked at reviews. What's like a lot of people? Is it like, are we like, talking 20 or are we talking hundreds? Uh, no, no, no. We're not like, talking advanced after combat numbers. No, not, not, <laughs> yeah, not advanced after combat numbers. Like five to 10, but it's, it's like just <laughs> random. <laughs> no, but it's, it's Those random people listening and okay. it's subscribing and it's, it's, yeah, it's weird. Like why? Are, yeah, of I'm all do, things, I'm, I'm in. I'm doing mistakes were made in Greyhawk with Pete. And Hell yeah, you are. D and D five E, Boy Barrel House in Syria. <laughs> we we just did our third episode. It. Recorded it. We recorded it on Thursday. Yep, it'll and it'll be up in a month. Actually, Pete's doing it now. He says, uh, "Reaper." I guess he's using Reaper. He says it's really easy. So we'll see. All right. So this yeah, good. So, so, you, so you figured out ten people. Ten people have, are starting to follow a yeah, but a like podcast that you guys listed publicly that has six hundred episodes. No, there's so there's like fifty downloads per episode, but but there's new followers every month, and there are people that we don't know, and it's just and yeah, maybe maybe there's bots. Maybe that's what it is, and that's what I'll tell <laughs> myself to make myself feel better. Like, why are these fucking random people listening to us play RPGs? I mean, some of them are good. It's a it's oh, a yeah. mixed bunch. Oh, yeah. It's it's a mixed group. I, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> yep, yeah. I that's, still that's I still awesome. haven't listened to one. Yeah, sorry. That's fair. I'm sorry. Thanks for your support. I'm. I'm you don't have to listen. Just download. We just need the that's Okay. Okay. <laughs> In fact, please please don't listen. Just keep downloading. That's how we feel about this. That's podcast. exactly. It's, it's how we make all our money. Volume. Please volume. keep downloading. Volume. Download multiple times. <laughs> we keep paying the fees and you That's keep right. downloading. Have all your kids download, your wife download, yep. you download. Yep. My wife downloading would be the quickest end to this podcast. So yeah. <laughs> My wife has said, oh, you know, honey, I really want to support you, but I just, I, it's so boring. I can't listen. I say, oh, please don't listen. I, know. Okay. I, I need this, please. Don't listen. Okay, so this is the The, I Need Toilet Paper. I Need Toilet Paper podcast quiz. Well, luckily I've got four sheets of paper right here, so I'll be good shape. Uh, First is time. Did you print it out? Yeah, I did. Wow. Yeah, I'm gonna 
Bless your heart. Oh, yeah. I, no, I'm old school. <laughs> I, don't press this. I printed it, and I had one of my kids run in here with, like, a news fucker. <laughs> <laughs> we got some new copies. We got me to read. Wearing the little newsy hat. I like it. That's right. I like it. That's right. Where's the runner? The runner just came in with a new story. <laughs> right. Time for name that opposing commander. Jason, oh, I appreciate I appreciate you picking me, but this is I, I have a feeling this is gonna be a long. Lower really short, expectations. I, 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 I'm, not, I'm gonna be horrible. Yeah, lowered expectations <laughs> is right. Time Fuck. for name that opposing commander. It's the Battle of Asculum, two seventy nine BC. Nope. I and Publius Decius Mus. Who are you? Holy shit. Yeah. This is well outside of my wheelhouse. I can't yeah, even pronounce is, these this... names. So it says it says I... don't know the answer, play more great battles of Alexander. That yeah, that's about this. That doesn't know. I don't I don't know what this is. Publius two seventy nine BC. Publius versus um, or who Alexander. Let's just go with Alexander. <laughs> might as well. Might as well. Yeah, might as well. Alexander. It's Alexander P- the Great. It's Pyrrhus of Epirus. Oh, yeah. Hmm. A great Pyrrhic thought, victory. Great thought. Pa- paper of paper. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Papyrus of Papyrus. All right. <laughs> Battle of the Calca River. Battle of the Calca River, 1223 AD. Calca River. God, with all those ancient <laughs> But you know it's near a river. It's near a river. That helps. God. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm. This will. This will really open it up for you. Yeah. That's this is what I was waiting. Yeah. Finish the. uh, Sorry. That's what I was waiting for. I'm kicking my beer. (laughs) I'm kicking my beer. I'm Mistislav the Bold. Does this open it up? Mistislav. 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 It sounds like a like a like a Belushi character on SNL. It, it really does. How much for the little ones? Uh, Jesus. Uh, <laughs> it, common spelling: M S T I Slav. Sorry, Slav. He's missing at least. There's missing at least one vowel. That of course, because he's Slavic. So, not that Braxton missed it, but the, the guy Mr. Slav the Bold, Battle of Calca River, twelve twenty-three. I got nothing. I got nothing either. I don't know. This don't know the answer? No. Or the Devil's Horseman. Of course. Subutai. Subutai. Did you know that one, Dave? No. Not other than that. Okay. I would have guessed Pyrus, probably, or Pyrrhus. Uh, Battle of Mergentium, 1632. You Jesus. are Franz von Mercy. Who am I? Franz von God Braxton's clearly missing toilet paper. He's wow, pissed. What the fuck? Can we get something Battle? like in recent memory? Do you, do you want to quit? Do you want a uh, clue? Sure. That's not going to help. Don't know the answer. Play more under the lily papers. <laughs> <laughs> what? Don't know the answer? Play more of this. <laughs> Play this game you've no more. I'm doing my part. More? Uh,. So, no idea. Franz von Mercy, Battle of Mergentium, 1632. Who are you? What's it, What's the antonym to Mercy? I, 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 have, I have no idea. I really don't know. I, I don't okay, know. can we... we I can mean, I mean Franz, mm-hmm. Franz von Mercy is the, the, 
the Germans or the barbarians, but I don't know what the other side is. It's 1632, so I don't think they're barbarians at this point. Though. Yeah, wow. I said Bavarians. Oh, oh sorry, Bavarians. barbarians. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> You're all the way across the country. I'm sorry I heard you wrong. <laughs> all right, it's Tur- it's Turin. And we would have all also accepted Henri de la Tour de Avon. Oh, that, that clears it up. Thank you. Thank you, Braxton. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. Next battle is the first, first battle of the Masurian Lakes, 1914. I'm Paul von Hindenburg. Who are you? Masurian Lakes? Battle of the, the first battle of the Masurian Lakes, 1914. I'm Paul von Hindenburg. Who are you? I'll accept just the last name. That's at least a name I know. Do you have any idea, Jason? I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> you chose me. I have no idea. <laughs> I appreciate this, but I have no idea. Well, I don't, I don't know this either. You know? Let, this, let this be a cautionary tale. <laughs> That's right. And I enjoy giving you this. I don't. I don't. I have no idea. Like I'm not okay. like I'm not that obtuse about World War One, but this this is not. You don't. No one. No one's putting you in a corner. You don't no, have I to feel like you I'm just defend yourself. I, I'm just. I'm just chewing up airtime, right? Like we have a show to produce. So, uh, yeah. So it's Paul von Rennenkampf. Of course, he's. Yeah, it's tricky old, because he was good a, old Rennenkampf. He, he was commanding the Russians, but he's German, so that's tricky. Right? Ah, that, that's very. Yeah, that's a three. <laughs> yeah. I knew. That's a three I knew. Is. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so this this one this one I think it's possible for you to get, and he even warns me because he tells me under it no hints for this one. <laughs> now I, I don't know if that means he couldn't didn't want to have to suggest or he's telling me do not give them a hint. This is the third battle of Kharkov, nineteen forty three. Oh, this is Dave's house. I am Philip Golikov. Who are you? This is third battle of Kharkov, nineteen forty three. Philip Golikov. Who are you? Huh. Um, Jason, Jason's ghosted. He's already in the bathroom taking piss. <laughs> so, so, so who who are we're, you? Again? We're, look, we're looking for the German guy. I, I think that's that, right. That's we're right. Looking yeah. for the German guy. We're looking Rather for the German guy in Kharkov. I think I, I think I do know this one. Oh, Cameron, do you want to say good night? Well, wait, or do you want to say hi? That? Cameron wants to say hi. Who's that? No, I'm. I'm, I'm oh, he would just want some more chocolate. No, Cameron, do you know who fought at the Third Battle of Kharkov? Cameron, who who fought at Kharkov? Germans love chocolate. What? Who fought at Kharkov? I don't know. Was it the Tyrannosaurus Rex or the Velociraptor? The T Rex. The T Rex. That's oh, right. That's, that's right. right. That checks but out. That checks the, out. You can have more chocolate. That's right. But in but in a couple days. No, my friend Austin is going to give me a Dilophosaurus. Oh, that's so fun. That, that yeah. pops out mm-hmm. those things, but yeah. I don't know what they're called. Yeah, they're called frills. Frills. Yeah. yeah. Those oh, things on top of the So we're all cooped up together. And it's that's all right. dinosaurs. I love it. <laughs> I love it. All the time. Um, I, 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 it, Third Battle of Kharkov, I'm a Russian. You're a German. Yep. It was a, I think it, I think it was the Fourth Panzer Army, but I have no idea who commanded that shit. Jason's going to guess here. You can you, you can discuss it and see who has the better guess. Do you know Jason? I I, was, I think I think it's the Fourth Panzer Army, but I have no idea who it is. Oh my lord! 
Dave, would you know this, Dave? I I could guess it. Mm-hmm. Dave knows. I don't think you know, I you know, know Kharkov it. pretty well, right? Like that's yeah. I don't think I know every battle. There's, I mean, there's three of them. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I feel like I, I should know, know, but I don't know. I'm a big Kursk guy. Like I know Kursk. Oh, that's I right. You're, Kharkov you're, is not. Yeah, you're Kursk. That's right. That's right. I don't know. Do you guys have a guess? German general, good at fighting. Pipe Piper. It's uh, Manstein, Eric von Manstein. Mm. I think you guys might get that one. Mm. I would, I would have guessed Timur Guderian, but okay. So here we go. So far, it's not going great. So no, it's I'm, not. We're going to we're going to great at all, because I'm having I, fun. I think, I think horrible. I think everyone's a little concerned at this point, but we're not going to panic. Okay. <laughs> um, what are they concerned about? We need to flatten the curve on this quiz. That's right. <laughs> Stay inside, oh, everybody. That's what we need to do. All right. So, two, I'm just loving <laughs> B modes uh, getting liquored up. It's great. Okay. Fuck. <laughs> that's going to be a good one. Time for heavy lifting, Jason. Here we go. Mm. It's it's time for which fucking war is it? Oh, shitters. Name the war or military conflict that each listed battle is associated with. So I'm going to tell you the battle, and you tell me the war. The Battle of the Muthul River. I thought we just had this question. No, <laughs> that was a river. <laughs> there was, there's more than one river. I thought we just had this question. No, what was the other river? Didn't. I have no idea. It Justin. was the Kalka. Oh. It was a call. How dare you fact check me? I got I got nothing on rivers. I don't make this quiz, Jason. No, like, I know, <laughs> I know. I just the Battle of the Muthal River. Fuck you, I would just God damn it. I'd move on. That's pass. Looking at the answer. Pass. It's the the Juggernaut War. I don't. I've never. What, what, I've I never heard where of that this. Is. Okay, here's, here's here's. Do you the, know where that is? Uh, I think. The Jugurthine War isn't that Jugurtha? Isn't he like a? Is he like a Numidian leader or something? I don't know. Holy shit! Okay, Battle of Dunbar. I, I didn't even understand that. <laughs> Dunbar is that what you said? Battle of Dunbar. <laughs> the Battle of Dunbar. Dunbar. Battle of Dunbar. What war? This might be the shortest ever episode we ever had. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, is I th- you guys aren't getting it if you don't know it. Yeah, I got I got nothing off the, off the top of my head. I'm I'm guessing it's in it's I don't know. <laughs> you're you're guessing it's in I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Maybe 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 England. I don't know. I was gonna say it sounds okay. English, right? Like Dunbar. Okay, it sounds so, English. So guess guess a war that was in England. Ooh, ooh, well, English Civil something War. Here. Okay, which yeah. one? Oh, How many were there? Number. I don't know. I do the number. <laughs> There's clearly more than one. More than one. And I think if it Are was there the first one, I, I, I think maybe the first one we would have asked for it, but who knows? The, 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 fir- the first war, English and Scottish <laughs> fighting. <laughs> Oh shit! I don't know. Dunbar the Battle of <laughs> <laughs> and, okay. and, and English Civil War. 
Okay, we're gonna... England, England versus the um, okay, Scots I'm gonna put, British. I'm going to hate them. Yeah, I'm going to put a question mark next to it because we'll count it if we don't get any more. <laughs> okay. okay. Oh, the, so we got close? It's the third English war. Ah, uh, yes. Of what? Or we would have accepted the War of Three Kingdoms. <sighs> I don't know. Holy shit. Okay, so I think there's... I, I, I think, think that's England, Ireland, Scotland, maybe? Yeah, maybe. Or Wales. Maybe Wales, Wales. Yeah. yeah. I always forget about right. them. So, put that in your views. All right, so great. the next one, maybe, but I think, I think we've got some chances here of getting some points. The Battle of Malplaquet. Malplaquet. And let me, I'm going to type it because it's, I'm not even sure if I'm pronouncing it correctly. Mm, that doesn't help me. <laughs> <laughs> I think you said it right, though. Malplaquet. Yeah. I, I think that's how it's said, but I'm not sure. Justin, I got nothing. I, I got nothing. Unless it's like some French thing. I don't know. Fuck, I don't know. It is. It is a French thing. Mm. Right. I don't want to encourage you to keep guessing. <laughs> <laughs> you guys give up? I what is it? Were you trying to figure out the war this was in? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's what the question is. <sighs> yeah, I would. I would have gotten this one. So we've been okay. Wow. That's wow. Fine. No brag. Good listeners, listeners out there, humble brag. Everybody knows. <laughs> oh, you would have got this? You this, don't need is to say it. this is Justin's fault. You would have got this? Yeah, I would have gotten this one. Uh, I actually painted, I painted like 5,000 six millimeter miniatures for this battle, so I will never forget this one. Wow. Hmm. Justin, I, I appreciate your spirit, but I don't, I don't think we got this one. It's, I don't think we got it. Okay, it's going to be. I'm trying. I'm just drinking. I'm, I'm, sorry. I'm Yeah, I know. I get it. I'm going to tell you, it's the War of Spanish Succession. Nope, not even a little bit. Okay, next one is the Battle of Chernaya. C H E R N A Y A. Battle of Chernaya. What is the war? Sounds Russian. Yeah. I think I think you're you're on track, but it could be tricky. That could deceive you. Hmm. So I'll give you a clue that you're on the right track, but it could lead you the wrong way. Because it's an obscure war that was fought in Russia. <clears throat> Relatively obscure. Like I would say not taught in US history classrooms, but that's like there's too many wars. Well, that's, yeah. That doesn't, help me. that doesn't help me at all. <laughs> Not commonly taught in the Common Core. <laughs> Justin? I, I have nothing. Trinaya. I don't know what this is. Okay. No. Uh, it's the uh, Crimean War. Mm. So. Russian adjacent. Yeah, it's in Russia. So, Sevastopol. Uh, Operation Tomahawk. Mm. Uh, a little more modern. Yeah, that I is. Th- I don't want to come and get mom and, and Tessa. Really? Uh, are they real? No. This this big bird like eagles. Yeah, but they're not gonna get mommy and Tessa. Because they're too too, okay, too small. Okay. Go, go back outside. Are we gonna have to start paying this kid? We can't oh, afford any gosh. more salaries. Like salaries are already through the roof. 
It's already um, outstripped our earnings. <laughs> pay, payroll's too high. Payroll's too high. Too damn high. We pay the interns nothing. And, uh, Tomahawk is Korea, right? I think it's let's do Korean War. I think Tomahawk's Korea. What's your guess? Korean War. You guys got it right. It's That's the pincer, right? Like they're... You, you know what that means. Guys, you guys successfully answered the question. <laughs> so without and without any clues. I know. I mean we can we can I've been on a, I've been on, on a bit this. of bit of a Korea kick for about a about a year and a half. No, it's an interesting war. It falls into my wheelhouse. Yeah, no, that's good. Mm-hmm. Huh? Well, I'm already <laughs> spent. I might be done. That's it. So here we go. Here we go. It's time for who or what the fuck am I? This is one of Jason's favorite questions. Oh, yeah. This is good. This is good. Hey, we're with the fucker now. Who? <laughs> just so good. Do not stop drinking, please. Okay. I was born. Okay. So B mode, sit around. B mode, and I'll tell you a little story about it. Yep, somebody. Close your eyes. Listen. I, mm. I, I was born in 76 AD in Italia, ah. Hispania. My father, Publius Aelius, was a senator of Praetorian rank and the first cousin of the Roman Emperor Trajan. I became a military turbine. I think that's supposed to be tribune, whatever. I don't think it's a turbine. Uh, first with the Legio Second at Deutrix in 95 AD, then with the Legio V. Fifth Legion Macedonia. I'm not going to try to say the Latin. In 101 AD, I returned to Rome, was elected quaestor, which was essentially an imperial ghost writer, taking on the role of the carrying of carrying communications between the Roman Senate and the Emperor Trajan. I became enthralled with Greek culture, which later gave me the label of the Greekling. Who am I? Who the fuck am I? So he was known as the Greekling. Mm-hmm. He was born in Hispania, but 76 he's a Spanish AD. Guy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you know it, Bima? But he was, no but he was a first cousin of the no Roman idea. Emperor. Trajan. I have no idea who this Spaniard is. It's, he was the Greekling. I, I do know this one. Do you really? Oh, yes. He, oh, built, he, he, he built a wall. Oh, my God. You are so good, Jason. Good job. Ooh, give it to, to me. Give you got that? You got that? It's Hadrian. No, I have no... He's like, I'm dying of clothes. Because we're on the same side. Jason, who is... Who is Hadrian? That is correct. Hadrian! Oh, yeah! Too correct. I knew I picked it right. Hell yeah. To be fair, Dave knew that also. No, no, I did not know that. I don't think I would have gotten that correct. I don't think so. You gotta play more Euro games. Trajan. Well, yeah. yeah, I don't think it's Greek. I think it's Yeah. Is it Trahan? I think it's Trahan. Yeah. Maybe. Who knows? This is dead language. That's if only right. we That's had a Paul professor or two who could tell us. Paul, Paul tells us it doesn't matter how you say it. <laughs> it doesn't matter how you say it. It's a dead Damn. language. I am a type of trebuchet, also called a traction trebuchet. My name was derived from a Greek word meaning engine of war. I was developed in ancient China, and I was probably used by the Mohis in the 4th century BC. My technology was carried westward and used by the Persian army in the 6th century AD. I remained the primary siege weapon until the 12th century when I was replaced by the counterweight trebuchet. What the fuck am I? So it's, Ooh, it was replaced by a type of trebuchet that was replaced was, by a type of trebuchet? It was replaced by the counterweight trebuchet. 
It's what was called like, a, it's called attraction trebuchet. What was like the um the bow and arrow looking trebuchet? Um, um a ballista? Is that is yeah, that what you're a, thinking? That's a, I think that's a ballista. That's a ballista that yeah, that's a ballista. Yeah. Are I don't we, know. Are we going else. with ballista? I guess. Fuck, <laughs> I don't the, know. Unless the, you have something better. <clears throat> I got nothing. I don't know what the Persians used. Let's go ballista. And I only uh, know that because Duck had a ballista in the RPG game we played last night. It's it's called a manganel. Manganel. I don't know what that is. Probably the government. Okay. I was born in 14... Oh, you guys are going to get this one for sure. I was born in 1428 in Wallachia. My father became ruler of Wallachia in 1436. In 1442, my younger brother, Radu, and I were held as hostages in the Ottoman Empire in an effort to secure my father's loyalty to the Sultan. Five years later, my father and oldest brother were murdered by the government of Hungary after he had invaded Wallachia. After years of living abroad, I invaded Wallachia to avenge my father and brother in 1456, killing the usurper, my second cousin, Vladislav. Vladislav. I then wreaked havoc on the countryside, capturing many of Vladislav's supporters and executing them in a particular fashion that gave me my famous moniker. Nice. Who the fuck am I? Nice. Ooh. I, I listen to a lot of weird podcasts. <laughs> Do you know this one, Justin? No. <laughs> Vlad, so Vlad Dracul. That's right. Do you remember what his nickname was? Uh, the Impaler? Correct. Oh, the Impaler. Yeah. Nice. That's a bad way to go. Yeah, he's a bad, bad man. So I am a type of spear or pike about 13 to 20 feet in length. I was first introduced by Philip II of Macedon, or Macedon, and was used in the Ma- Macedonian phalanxes as a replacement for the earlier spear, called the dory. I was made of tough and resilient cornell wood, which may be quite heavy for a spear, weighing approximately 12 to 14 pounds. I have a sharp iron head shaped like a leaf, and I have a bronze butt spike, which could be anchored in the ground to stop charges by the enemy. Yeah, yeah you remember the butt spike. Butt spike. <laughs> <laughs> so it's got a butt spike it's 13 to 20 feet in length uh used by the macedonians what, what the fuck is it i got nothing <laughs> justin you know I'm, I'm stuck on no they it's it, it's it's a pike but they call it a sarissa s-a-r-i-s-s-a okay all right so you guys might get this one? Not sure. We'll see. I was born in 1650 in Devon, England. My father, who fought for the Royalists in the English Civil Wars, was fined heavily for it, forcing his family to live modestly. After the restoration of Charles II in 1660, my father's career brightened, and he became a member of Parliament. My military career began when I was appointed as a page to the Duke of York, then made an ensign in 1667 with the Royal Foot Guards. I fought in the Franco-Dutch War in 1672, where I was promoted to captain, taking part in the Siege of Maastricht. I eventually served as a colonel in the Anglo-Scots force under the French command of Marshal Turenne. This was all just the beginning, as I was made an earl and completely remodeled the British Army, just in time for war to break out in 1701. So he was made an earl and completely remodeled the British army before war in 1701. 
He has a very famous relative too. Relative that, that, that was a leader in modern times. I mean, like 19, the 1900s. Not modern, who knows? Justin. I have no idea. Okay, his relatives are leader in World War II. Churchill. It's got to be Patton. So, so if it was Churchill, <laughs> if it was Churchill, who was this guy in 1701? <laughs> I mean, like, really, listeners at this point, like, yeah, God bless. You might be saying, like, let's just put them out of their misery, but it's. Like, I've been drinking for like, nine hours. Leave me alone. And, and, and your alternative is just like, just do you want it to end early and then you have to listen to your kids anyway? So That's right. Let's just right. draw it out. Support yeah, it's Patreon. A, it's John Churchill, otherwise known as the Duke of Marlborough. Said, oh, okay. I said Churchill. Yeah. yeah, Winston. I know you didn't mean the Duke of Marlborough. <laughs> no, I didn't. All I could think of was Dirk, Duke of Earl. But it was years before I realized that they were related to each other. Yeah, that's like two hundred something years. So. Yeah, well, yeah, like like three hundred and forty-five. Yeah. All right. Oh yeah, that's, yeah. <laughs> Carry the one. <laughs> What's it? <laughs> but almost two hundred. Almost twice that. Sorry. Depends on how you round. I mean. Yeah, yeah, it's not fair. I have the, I have the quiz in, these in my times. hands. I shouldn't be so smarmy when I'm holding the quiz. Mm. Um, all right, so this one is bonus. So, Jason, print, print thank God. Paper. Oh, yeah. Oh, thank it's God been a while. You can explain <clears throat> about the bonus instead of me doing it. It's been a while since I've had to do this. Um, yeah, so it's it's bonus bonus time. So, we have it, a, it's literally my, this is my least favorite part of the quiz to do. We have the quiz, my favorite to listen to. <laughs> we have the quiz, and, and in the quiz, we ask questions. Um, and then at a certain point in the quiz, we, we switch over to a, a phase of the quiz that we call bonus. Um, and these questions going forward will be um, more or less exactly like the other questions in the quiz, meaning if you get them correct, they'll count for you. If you answer, in, if we, excuse me, if we answer incorrectly, uh, they'll count against us. But they are bonus, uh, meaning that they're, they're extra at the end, but they also are part of the quiz as a whole um but but they're bonus and that that's that's the part of the quiz we're in now is is bonus so in the bonus questions um justin does that clarify it for you yeah I'm just mm -hmm. yeah so if we, if we get them right <laughs> they count just like all the other ones if we get them wrong they also count against us but these ones are bonus um, and it's really what the listeners have been have been waiting for. So, and so we'll, like, we'll probably get all of these ones wrong. Also, can the, can you guys not choose the bonus questions? I, I would be fine with that. Yeah, you're the arbiter of this. Oh no, we uh, of this quiz no, I situation. Think, I think we have to, Jason. Okay. You know, at this point, you, I'm clarifying for the listeners, but you know the answer to that. No, question. we have to keep going On, <laughs> onward and upward. I would right. be fine if we didn't, but that's not a choice. Um, yeah, I mean, for B mode, this probably feels like this quiz has been forty-two hours long. <laughs> it's just point. about no. <laughs> no it's, it's eighteen I, I, ounces the, of rum. That's right. Yes. 
How many fingers? There we go. Uh, butt spikes. A lot of stuff has come up in this one. It's been a good good quiz so far. All right. It's been edu- where, educational. Educationary. In the fuck did they fight? Name the war campaign battle or operation that each listed military persona is most known for commanding or commanding in. So um, this is I'll, so I'll tell you the leader, and then you have to tell me like the battle campaign war operation that they they fought in or commanded in. Uh, and some of these we can just we, if you want to just say next, if you don't know. <laughs> I'm out. Milti Miltiades. Nope. I got nothing. Miltiades. I don't know who that is. Nope. Not even a little bit. Beam, if you put uh, your hand over one eye, you can read the thing I typed in the text line. Uh, it's the Battle of Marathon. Okay. Mm-hmm. I've heard of that. Uh, the next is Frederick Barbarossa. This this feels like a repeat. Oh, yeah. I think he come, he's come up a couple times. I think so. So wait. So what are we? What are we trying to figure out? Where I, he fought? I named. I named the leader. You have to name yeah. the, the war battle or. Didn't we do this one already? Operation. No, we did not do this one already. These are the bonus questions. This is where in the fuck did they fight? Where? Oh, it's not the same. Oh, okay. How dare you? Frederick I got, Barbarossa. I got Frederick, nothing. Frederick. I've heard his name before. Bimo, anything? Uh, well, I know he's a big German guy. <laughs> that's, that's good. That's good. Keep going with that. It's a, it's a trick question. And, and that's what, what, that's what happens do? before. Did not invade Russia in World War II. That's not what happened. No. But I don't know where he fought. <laughs> I like how it's going. Let's keep going about. Let's yeah. Let's. I, I'm, just I mean, I, I'm gonna be because it's like where It's when I think he's done. Then he surprises me that it's still going. He's still working it. What? Come on! I think you got. You ready? Uh, let's I, go know, I, I don't. Let's go next. All right, next, so next. Third Crusade. That was Third Crusade. Yeah. Henry Beaufort, Duke of Somerset. <laughs> what war did he fight in? Fuck a duck. The Third English Civil War. Uh, that's incorrect. It was War of the Roses. Uh, Edward Braddock. Edward Braddock. I think bat- if this was question of the two. Five armies. If this was, if this was question two, <laughs> yeah. I think B mode would have gotten this one right. Yeah, that's good. Okay, it's the French and Indian War. Oh, oh. Enver Pasha. Enver Pasha. Braddock, not Brandy Book. Oh, okay, I got it. Braddock, yeah, that's right. Oh. Enver, Enver Pasha. Pasha. Turkish guy. Just, just near, near. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I, I got nothing. Like his fingers slip away from his lips. Mm-hmm. His lips are silent. <laughs> <laughs> this is my favorite uh, part of the con too. When when Justin's <laughs> just a little too drunk, it's the best. Yeah. So uh, I'm and, just I'm just trying. I know. I know you're doing, that's you're all doing we can ask. Job, I on. have no idea. Uh, Gallipoli campaign. Mm. So I almost uh, said World War One. You guys got two. Not bad. 
two, maybe three. Well, I, show three. I show three in a question mark. You show three in a question mark? Oh. oh. Fuck. Oh, yeah, maybe that's right. Um, oh, yeah, you did get three. Three in a question mark because you got the Korean War one. I like it. It's not the worst. It's not the worst <laughs> we've seen. It's, yeah. it's probably the best I've done. So, Jason, have you been getting any uh, wargaming done lately? You know, so um, I played, and I don't know how negative I want to be. I, I, I played a, a solo game that I bought uh, recently, and it was it was pretty bad. Um, and then I set up um, Mitch's Silver Bayonet, and I had I had these just grand dreams of, of getting into the campaign with his solo rules. Um, and then my home office took over my game table, and so it's it's been about three weeks uh, since since I played anything really. So what was the one you didn't? Do we want to talk about it? Do we want to get shit? Yeah. Well, I mean, I think that's fair for you to say. If you I think like so. Um, yes. And and this kind of goes into the bigger the the bigger picture, and and I've been kind of um, I haven't been playing a lot of war games. Recently, I've been playing a lot of solo games, but like I haven't been buying a lot of stuff because I felt like uh, you know a lot of the games coming out I'm not really interested in, or they're from companies that I don't really want to pay to play test their games for them. That they're not going to then produce living rules out of us paying to play test their games for them. Um, <clears throat> so when a you know one of the smaller publishers put out a game that interested me i was like oh you know i should probably buy this just to support them so i bought um and i can't remember what what number it was but i bought the yaw magazine from tiny battles oh. publishing uh okay. that's the battle of way and it's a solo game about the battle of way wasn't that like flying pigs or something yeah is so flying pig flying is pig? yeah so it's mark Mark Walker's uh, company, Flying Pig. I always, then... I always mix up with Devil Pig because that's the one that does Heroes of Normandy. It's mm-hmm. like, how many pig games? I mean, like... we need we know of pigs, uh, and <clears throat> so they in in their magazine they put out uh, this Battle of Way game, and like a solo game about Way is basically like that. That's that's a fast ball in the middle of strike zone for me that's that's well that's right. everything so, so, i want so you're going to accept some issues based on the. i oh, mean yeah. i thought it's a mixed bag right because you're also very familiar with the I, fight, I know, so yeah you may be too critical but like but, you're looking for particular aspects but but i'm but i'm 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 prone to be a fan of it because i give most of the vietnam games like 65 isn't great but i really like it it's it's a lot of fun to play because it feels pretty right and and maybe it's not a great game it's not super well balanced but you can play it and it's fast and it's and it's just the kind of the right feel for me um so i kind of trusted that, that that they knew what they were doing and this same designer put out a game about the battle of um ramadi in iraq that that got pretty good you know buzz around it and and it so this this way game is in the same system and so I, it, so I bought it. We don't get review copies, and it's it's so solo. It's solo. US, it's solo only. U.S. It, player. You're you're US playing player. as okay. the Marines against against okay. the, the the VC and NBA. Do you run the uh, Vietnamese troops too? 
You, um, no, like South so there's Vietnam, like a, Arvin? Um, they're not there, really. So this is like the sun part of the city more? Yeah, yeah. You're, okay. you're south of the Perfume River. Got it. Um, so, so the first thing is, I took the game out of the, the baggie that it comes in. And the, the components are um, moist feeling, like gummy, which isn't okay. a good sign. Right. And then I punch the counters, and they're, they're, they're like the one-inch rounded counters um, that are kind of side-mounted, um, which, which is, is kind of nice um, if they would fit into the hexes that are on the map, but but that's beside okay. the point. Um, and the, the counter sheet is, is kind of also mushy. Like if you've been, like if you've lived somewhere where everything is humid all the time and you pick up like your mail and it's kind of mushy, right. that's how the counter kind of sheet like felt. Saggy. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so you punch. Did the counters tear? Were you worried they're going to tear when you pop, so there pop were them out? Some, there were some tearing concerns. I didn't have any tears, but it was that kind of, it you know the the paper kind of feels wet, so so you kind of have to be. But also well, that's, around that's tough. That's tough when you have the rounded ones because it, isn't it harder to run yes. the cutter? Yeah, right? you can't so like... because the the nubs are on the on the sides, not on the corners. Um, and then you punch them out, and the sides of the counters are gooey, right? Like like sticky. Like you can feel the glue that that glued the the paper to the chipboard. Yeah. And I'm immediately turned off because I, right. I, I have a weird tactile thing. And no, I get it. Yeah, I get it. I have to round my counters because I don't like them. Yeah, uh, and it it's just kind of so. There's that, and the I mean, counter I'm a guy who will go to a game at a con and be like, I don't want to play the game. If I'm the not going to unclipped. Yeah, I'm not going to touch your shit. I, I, I'll leave. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm done. I'm out. I don't want to pick it up. Um, and then the counters don't really fit in the hexes which is also a, a negative for me. Um, and then, so the game is you're trying to retake um, way south of the Perfume River. And I have a game that does this really well called uh, A Week in Hell. And so this is doing something similar. And I, I like this battle. I like I like both phases of this battle. Um, and, and so I was really excited to get into this and it really kind of... You know, oh, in in a week in hell, you can you can take different kind of areas of approach and and do different things, and there's kind of a, a plus and minus for pushing in different directions because there's some infiltration, and those types of rules are in this game. But the game really wants you to basically form a line with your with your pl uh, platoon commanders and your assets, and basically just march uh, east to west in in the city mm -hmm. okay in these hexes and it's it's one incredibly grueling because the the odds just aren't in the us's favor at all even though um historically they they the marines took the city but and i get it for a solo game you, you want it to be a little bit challenging but um is there like a timer where if you don't get to the compound in time? Yeah, so you have to get to certain landmarks at by certain turns, um, or you you take a VP penalty basically. Um, but the, but the game is basically telling you you need to form a line and assault hex 
by hex by hex through this thing. You can't really maneuver. There's zero maneuver. You just basically have to have to form a line with your assets and, and march through. And even when you do that, and even when you have the right assets in place, the dice still are almost always not going to go in your favor. And it doesn't it doesn't teach you anything about the battle. And it's incredibly boring and just stale in a way that's that's like we're, we're you know it's 2020 there's a, there's a lot of study in game design and and right. there's a yeah. lot of his, history out there that you can look at and see that's not that's not especially in Vietnam especially in modern day US military that's not how we do things right like we so don't is, is is it like hidden units and you just flip them as you hit them or are you rolling for encounters so you, or what are you doing you, like you choose us you choose a hex to assault and you have to have something also assaulting that the hex is adjacent to it or you take a penalty so basically like your main force is going to be assaulting the hex you're looking at and then you you assign your your assets to assault to assault um the, the adjacent hexes because it's it's the city fight right like you're you're going block by block through the city um, so it's it's trying to it's trying to show you that if you don't go if you don't take the whole block or if you don't take the whole street things are going to go bad for you but it doesn't actually like you can do that and I've I've seen that done um, without actually just lining up on one side of a street and shooting uh, until you're out of bullets and then moving forward and then waiting for supplies and then shooting until you don't have bullets and then moving like that. That's just not how combat works. And, and the game is, that's kind of what it models. Like you line everybody up and then for each, uh, hex you're assaulting, you draw, um, like a, like a, an NVA or VC unit an asset and then like an event. And you, you resolve all this stuff. Uh, and then you roll some dice. And then for the U.S., probably most likely bad things are going to happen and, and you're stuck. Um, and does the if, U.S. have like tanks? Do they have tanks they can bring up? Yeah, they have tanks and they have Antos, uh, which I mm -hmm. liked. Oh, yeah. I, yeah, I, I loved Antos. Those, right away. Uh, it's such a, such a great vehicle, such a weird vehicle for the U.S. to use. And so, you know, seeing that stuff, and there's mortars, and, and you can call off-board artillery and all these things. Um, but, but so all of those pieces are on the board, but it, nothing feels like that. Like, the Ontos don't feel like they're actually doing anything. There's no, like, the APCs aren't actually uh, deploying flamethrowers in a way that, that feels like they're doing that. You're just basically assigning units and then rolling dice um, on, on a chart that it really isn't in your favor at all in a way that feels any way balanced in in, in the way that the, the US did do a good job in, in this in this you know uh, uh, theater. And it, <laughs> I just I, I really wanted to like this game. Um, you know, seeing some of the positive buzz around it, and I and I want to like the things that that Flying Pigs and Tiny Battles are doing. And this game just it just felt so flat and vanilla and just punishing. 
and then to have the poor component quality on top of it was just kind of a slap in the face for me to spend. Yeah, I, th I think with, with the solo games, I mean, you definitely want to be able to give the player the flavor of the battle and uh, some interesting choices they have to make. Choices, I mean, right? that's really, yeah. that's what it is, right? If I have to it's line like, my units up in a straight line and then just march through, you know, it it that's 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 really not how these battles went and i and i get that they're showing you know some operational cohesiveness but that's that's really not what you're what you should be doing here at this scale um and then with the I mean, component right. quality and it's just a lot of these games are kind of similar right so where you're uh, yeah. Whatever you you you're rolling dice to decide something, or there's some random factor, but but you're trying to make decisions whether it's based on what you're bringing or what your what you resources you can burn <laughs> or spend that gives you some kind of advantage that then you gamble on to see if right. you can beat something. And sometimes, yeah, you get a, a, a monster or an enemy that's bigger than you thought, and then you're fucked. But sometimes you feel clever because you did defeat right. it. But right. When it's just, you know, nothing you do is going to really work. Like, you might make some small gains, but even then, if, if you know, if one unit makes a push forward, the rest of them are lagging behind, and and you're kind of punished for having that, that guy forward a little bit, um, because you have to attack every hex adjacent to any uh, any hex you're attacking. It just, I don't know, it just, it just didn't feel right for the battle, uh, and it just wasn't a fun game. Yeah, I'm going to talk about Space Infantry this episode, which I think is good because yes, you've played the original. Yeah. So I think it's good because we can talk about it because that game does things, does this very differently. Yes. Very where there so. are resources yep. you can yep. have that you use. And, and it does tough decisions on when you're going to burn yep. them. Yeah. And even the makeup of your team based on your mission can be very critical. Like when you look at the map ahead of you. So uh, that's interesting. So, uh, I mean, it's a magazine game, right? So, that, that but, but I like the like the, that's that's my wheelhouse. Like that's why I bought it because I, I, I complain but, a lot. People aren't making the games I want to play, and so I saw this game. I'm going to spend my hard-earned money for it. And you're the uh, magazine game guy. Though. I, I am that, that guy. And they are never they rarely good. <laughs> they're very rarely <laughs> good, and I keep rooting for them. <laughs> who who yeah. who designed the game? I'm also a Cardinals fan. Um, Ugh. That's I know, a, I know, are you I know. are you kidding me? I'm an Arizona Cardinals fan. Uh, oh, good. I thought you were saying St. Louis because that would have been too much. Oh, Jesus Christ! No, no, for baseball. No, 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 no. no about no. the football, that's fine. But if you were a St. Louis Cardinals fan, that might have been a podcast ender at that point. Fair enough. Um, let me look it up real quick. Yeah, so, Bimo, have you ready to talk about anything that you've been playing besides your the crazy air game with uh, Clay? Birds of Prey, baby. Jay yeah, Lord, I, got, I, I, got, I got a game review. Oh, no, I'm not talking reviews. I mean, just what about other games you've been playing? Has there been anything else you've been playing? Or oh, um, or you want to just save it for the review? I should, I should save her for the review. <laughs> yeah, I, and I, that will be my review. Cause that, okay, that's good. Yeah, well, That's fine. Yeah, so I've got a couple of games I've been playing. Let me just run through them real quick. I've got a mm. still Federation. I've also Empire. been playing oh. Korean War with Big Deal. Oh, that's which good. Is going great. Victory games. Yep. Old is that school. the victory game? Wow. Old nice. school. Yeah. And how does that feel? Oh, I fucking love that game. Would that be a game you would buy now if it came out? Yes, and I own I own it. Um, but yeah, he he and I are having a great time with it. 
Yeah, I've never played. I'm using OCS Korea to get my mm. reFX, but sure. But now D and D has side railed uh, <laughs> me and Pete. So, <laughs> uh, so in Fed and Empire, we're still doing Federation Empire. Uh, Ralph and I have been playing two years now uh, in our what we call our learning game. This is the game where we're going to figure out how to play the game. <laughs> and uh, and C-Rack has been nice enough to come in and play the Romulans. And so the current situation is Ralph is is you know i could tell you all the the races and all the different things fighting but basically uh i'm playing the klingons and i'm playing the lyrans the and ralph is playing the zin the hydrans and the federation and and gorn and Sirak is playing the romulans so basically it's in the on the right side of the battle the world it's Sirak's romulans against the gorn and the federation and on my side of the galaxy or whatever, it's the Klingons again and the Lyrans against the Federation, the Zin, and the Hydrans. But it's it's just still fucking bananas game. We're like still enjoying it. Like Ralph's uh, Zin pillaged one of my convoys, a Lyran convoy last night that I'd left. Well, I hadn't left it undefended, but I didn't defend it well enough. And so basically the north, his northern forces are starting to crush my frontier while I'm trying to attack the Federation to the east. Uh, the good news is um, we conquered a bunch of uh, areas around the uh, Orions. And the Orions are like little pirate guys in the Federation, I guess. I didn't, and I don't know the Star Trek shit. But uh, then they rebelled and they became independent. And so they left the Federation. And then we've cut off the southern part of the Federation from the main Federation. So we'll see how it goes. But heavy casualties, uh, Klingon High Command is concerned. Uh, but the good news is the Romulans repulsed the Gorn invasion of Rom Romulus. So so that's it. Fed and Empire, check it out if you want a game that's bananas. Uh, and by the way, we're not even playing all the advanced rules in the original book. Uh, there are then six books that have other rules that we can add into, like six hundred page books with counters uh we haven't even used any of them and it's still a lot of game so so that's been a lot of fun uh that's a game that you spend two to three hours on a friday afternoon planning out and then writing notes to yourself and saying it's like it's kind of like memento where you're writing notes to yourself like do not deviate from these instructions like <laughs> i know when you're playing you're gonna think i'm gonna do this wild ass move over here do not do that because you've already spent three hours analyzing the entire battlefield because <laughs> later on i'll do that and we'll start playing i'll be like oh no i'm gonna try this move and later i'm like why did i fucking do that so fed and empire is great uh even if you don't like star trek it's still i'm not a star trek fan per se but it, it's that's just what's so great... interesting to me is yeah oh, it's incredible. And now I know every single ship in the fucking Klingon <laughs> OB. Like, I'm like, oh, yeah. I'm like, we finally can make C8V uh, carriers out of our C8 flagships. So it's, yeah, it's crazy. And in a couple of years, we're going to, all the races develop uh, torpedo boats, PFs. And that is going to, again, completely change the whole game. But in a, in a few more years after that, some of the races start to reach exhaustion. So economic exhaustion because they've been fighting so long. So uh, we'll see what happens. So if it sounds interesting, play it. If you've, you're already bored by my description of it, then you probably don't want to play the game. Uh, Axis Empires, we've been playing a uh, vassal game, uh, play by email. I, I believe we're in 1939 at this point. And so 
it's plugging along. So the idea was that we would play it until we got to where war really broke out, and then we would play that part at AACCon in October. So we'll see. Oh, what happens. nice. But uh, th- you know, there's been basically right now it's diplomatic stuff. Basically, Paul uh, Frenchy fucks up like at least three rules a move. So basically, I have to review the whole log <laughs> to make sure no one did it <laughs> Just wrong. in case. Uh, so Frenchy's gotten a couple demerits for fucking shit up. Uh, but but otherwise the game's going it's it's about reasonably what we would expect I think from the game uh, and then I'm playing uh, Empire of the Sun the B mode we're playing our haiku game yeah we haiku right, yeah and B mode just haikued me back and I haven't had a chance but so here's the mistake we made we were like fuck this we're fucking advanced after combat we're fucking playing from Pearl Harbor don't do it. <laughs> it's, boring. it's boring because it's so boring because pearl harbor basically just runs you through a bunch of moves that are kind of like scripted that you're doing and then i gotta say even 1942 isn't that great because basically the japanese are going to do what they're going to do in 1942 um the, the, the don't you agree Bimo? i think 1943 yeah, it's, it's, is the it's best it's really year. boring because now he's trying I mean, to teach. You're trying to take like Dutch New Guinea, or is like whatever yeah. you're trying. It's like it's not that interesting. Forty three is the the start. Yeah, I'm just doing. I'm just playing by the numbers of what I would do as a Japanese player. Yeah, you're trying it's, to take it's, Singapore. It's boring. Now, right? You're trying to take it's Singapore boring. at this point. Yeah, it's like you know all the shit's gonna fall. Like as the as the U.S. player, there's no way I'm gonna hold on to Singapore. I know that's not yeah. happening. And and Philippines are going to fall. Like we know, all this is going to go down. So, so that's better. Forty three game than because you know we did Pearl Harbor, and then I was like, well, maybe forty two better. And then I realized forty two is only one fucking turn after Pearl Harbor. Mm. <laughs> so you forget it happened December forty one. Yeah. All right. So that's it. That's what I got going on. I like it. So Jason, you did your review. Mm-hmm. Uh, B-Mode, do you want to do your review now? Yes. Have okay. at it. Okay. So my review is going to be on the next war supp- supplement number two. Oh, nice. So what supplement number two brings to next war is the um, insurgents versus the counterinsurgents. And um, so it sets up a game uh, of, uh, like I said, counterinsurgents versus insurgents. The insurgents, you have political action cadres, and you have direct action cadres. Uh, And you're going to use your units. But it's great because it's a shell game. Mm. So, the counterinsurgent game. So, the uses... So they, um, so the guys are hidden. Do you like flip? Yes, exactly. So they're hidden. And, um, so what, so what, um, the, the, um, next war, what the next (laughs) war, (laughs) the next war supplement makes 
is. Hang in there. You're doing great. You got I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm trying, trying. Stay on target. So, <laughs> it brings like another game to all the next world games that you might already own. Now, is this, good? is this kind of a separate game you can play, or is this something you can add to an existing scenario? It's 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 a game that you can add to maybe games that you already own. Like so Next War Korea, a standard Next yeah. War Korea. Scenario. So if you if you already own Korea, the supplement adds an, an extra game to that. If you own Pakistan, India, it's a next it's a it's a game you can add to that. Oh, I see. So just each color matches up with one side, and that's how you. Yes. Okay. Um. So what supplement number two adds is, is um, say in uh, Korea, um, U.S. forces with South Korea come in, take over um, North Korea. In with this next supplement. Hey, B mode, your safe word is malplique. If you need to say malplique, <laughs> your safe word. It's not helping. You, you throw me off. You throw me <laughs> off. Sorry, man. Sorry. I'm really trying to be nice with this. <laughs> Do you not like the game? No, I like the game. That B mode's a big next word, next word game. Next world guy. Next world guy. Yeah. Uh, and and I, 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 I think the supplement hasn't gotten enough love as it has gotten. It needs to get. Oh, you need more love. So the fact that you can play with all of the games is, is interesting. So yes. So, like it's so it's with, kind of a, so with, like a, yes. an expansion times three or four, right? Right. Because, yes. I mean, well, yeah, when I was in Korea as an MP company commander like or a platoon leader, there was a, that was the big thing was we were always worried about the North Korean special operations forces, like in South Korea, that they would come in and get behind and start fucking up everything in South Korea. Were you really? Yeah, that was a huge. Oh, wow. That was like a major thing that they thought the North Koreans had like brigades full of special operations forces that were going to wow. infiltrate. If only they knew. Well, if they only realized how little Korean we spoke, <laughs> right. I mean, we would know. We'd, eventually, you just start shooting everyone, right? So, like, it would be a disaster because <laughs> they would. They, they were worried that the uh, North Korean special forces would kill Korean national police officers, take their uniforms, and then go out and start walking around as if they were KNP. And then as MPs, we wouldn't know who the hell anybody was. Our Katusas <laughs> had already run for, our had already run to fucking Pusan at that point. Right. So let's take this. Let's take it as a um, North Korean, South Korea thing here. So with this with these expansions you have um south korea with us and they take control of north korea and then north korea they have all these insurgent little uh, units around and it's all fog of war so you can't see what the units are right because they're up they're up and down yes exactly it's great too <laughs> <laughs> um so um south korea 
along with the U.S., has taken North Korea. Now, North Korea, they're trying to, with this fog of war, they're trying to take over population centers. And, um, they go around and they take over cities, urban centers. But it's unknown because you can't, but it's a, it's a shell game. It's fucking great. I love it. Now, um, now is the idea yes. that the, the U.S. forces and South Koreans have to like try to garrison these cities, and then it's like it turns into kind of like a Vietnam War type situation. Yes, exactly. Now, are exactly. the are the insurgent forces fighting alongside like traditional conventional North Korean forces? Like, there's some North Korean forces that are face up, like like you know, like regular units. No, everything is like face down for okay. the. So other this side. is like an occupation of North Korea. Yes. It's great. This is another one of Mitch's fantasy situations where like <laughs> North Koreans would actually resist. Yeah. yeah. We'd be like, here food, we're gonna leave food out for you. Feel free to come in. Here's rice. Yeah. yeah. And, and the great thing about these scenarios is it's kind of a hybrid between um, if we're used to playing the advanced scenarios next war, and you if you're used to playing the standard scenarios. Ooh, always yeah. advanced. Oh, I, 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 I don't play standard scenarios, but only it's a pussies, nice, it's only a very nice play hybrid standard. between the two, and it, it bridges that. Now, is there anything else in the supplement besides the insurgent part, or does it add any other stuff? Well, I mean, it, it, if all you play is standard, it's gonna, it's gonna bridge that to maybe advance because it's gonna let you do like. Um, HQ support, you know, in, 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 in it's going to let you do, um, special forces. It's going to let you have to figure out supply. Oh, does it have that? So it comes, it's like basically, a, is it a middle level of rules? Between it's the it's two? really a middle level of rules. It's oh, pretty that's great. cool. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. But is so, that the air game? Uh, it lets you like figure out supply. Um, the strike, you know, there's like a, there's like a whole nother, like, um, sequence of play for this, uh, for this game. And it's, it's not quite standard. It's not quite advanced. It's a little bit in between. Oh, that's interesting. That's good. I mean, yeah, yeah, wealth, I thought, wealth I thought level. standard was, I thought standard was too easy. I don't play. I don't ever play standard. And, and the, other, <laughs> the the other problem is the air war for for NWK is probably next war is probably the one of the best parts of the game, and it's like you lose it if you play standard. So it's always like yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, so this game also allows like there's like a strike phase too, so you can like figure out. Um, if artillery or HQ was are, are going to use strikes against certain areas, um, it's kind of a, I, I like it. It's a nice balance between advanced and standard rules as far as moving forward. Uh, I think dude just pass out and hit his head. <laughs> I like the idea that you could play it with any of the games. That's that's a really great idea. Yeah, that's interesting. And the the well <laughs> threat level. 
<laughs> that's the counter is that the one like i have both of them i don't know if i've really actually looked at them too closely like I've, it's been a little while i need to check it out i, I did buy them though so it's on my it's on my list i'm gonna it's go like, hit the head real quick and i'll okay. be back in a sec so yeah. Sorry, I really messed up something there. I put the That's right. Doing alright. My side's catching up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that's interesting. That uh, I like the idea of the the supplement or the the expansion that can kind of link up with any of the games in the series. That's that's pretty. Neat. I really wanted to sell this. I think you did. I think that I think just saying that, like you, you get this whole other kind of mini game that's that's you can play with any of the games. It's a huge, it's a huge other mini game with this uh, that they made for this game system. And Mitch does a good job. Like he he does a lot of research. Um, so if he's putting out a you know, a, a a supplement like this. I like I hesitate to say product for some reason, but it like they're selling it. But if he's putting all this work into something, like you, you, I, I think you can be you you can rest rest assured that yeah, I mean, you know, it's, 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 it's well researched and, and the if, general if, war college and all if this it's stuff gonna yeah just... if it's gonna play for all the games that's uh, I, I don't know what more else you can ask. Sorry for. guys, no, I'm you're sorry. good. Don't you this ever is, this don't is dare apologize. Jesus, Jesus <laughs> You're doing what we need. Um, <sighs> fuck this. I'm going to just go. I've never had too much to drink on one of these podcasts. <laughs> I've, I've, I've uh, literally fallen asleep. I'm still asleep. fucking drinking. Jesus fuck Christ. Fuck yeah. Dude, dude, I don't even remember the last four choices from my top ten of all time. You know? <laughs> I, I don't know where I am right now. God damn it. Well, here's here's let's let's do it this way. Uh, so you think it's a good buy? Like, do you think it's a obviously you have to have a game in the next war series to be interested in this? If you if you own any next war game, I think you should buy this expansion because it's fucking great. Yep, good deal, and it adds a lot to the game. I'm yeah, like sure. If you were to put a number to it. For how how fun it is out of ten, oh. what would you give it? Mm. That's a good question, Jason. <laughs> <laughs> Hard hitting questions here. That's a good question, yeah. Jason. No yeah. softballs. There's no softballs. I'm gonna play safe with a seven. Oh, I like that. Seven solid. Yeah, seven is there. Okay. And how about, yeah, how about beers? Like for it sounds like you know if it's it's a kind of a kind of a, a softball between between standard and advanced. Is he? He just zips up. <laughs> what is he? I think he's uncorking some rum. That's I was. What I heard. I, you're exactly right. I was uncorking rum. Is that the? Is, is that, that this, this is this is, is that the, the Eldorado fifteen? 
Yeah, well. You're exactly right. Jason. See, I, I can hear that cork. The, the Eldorado cork has a certain it is squeak. The ears. Oh, yes. For pros here. I'm, I might not know history, but I know I know booze. You know your corks. <laughs> I know I, listen, I don't have much, right? Oh, you got plenty. You got plenty. Oh, fuck. <laughs> you did. You did great. It's a. It's a. It's a hard. Definitely a sell. No, I fucked up. All right. No. I want to buy it. And it, is it in stock? Do no, we know? no Let one's going to buy gonna this. Look. Everyone's going to buy this game. What are you talking about? That's right. Don't do not. We we forbid you to buy this supplement. Do it's not horrible. buy it. <laughs> oh, holy shit! I'm looking right now. Uh, next war supplement is in stock. Uh, it looks like twenty bucks. Better buy it before the guild bump takes yep. it out. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Everyone's gonna buy this. I, I, I do. Ha- I do take really issue sorry. with with the the art on the on the rule book. Like there's a guy with a saw pointing uphill, and there's also guys standing uphill. I don't know what they're pointing their weapons at, but I'll I'll trust Mitch on this one. Is, is this a gun safety issue? What's the, what's the problem? Just, You're worried about that like, background? It looks staged. Yeah. Well, can't be worse than the lock and load box covers. So no, nothing. Yeah, there's no Linda counter in the next war supplement too. And speaking of lock and load, oh, Ooh. oh, segue. I would like to segue into a lock and load product that I knew nothing about, and I ordered it on Kickstarter uh, because I thought. In fact, I ordered two lock and load products: World at War eighty five, and then Space Infantry resurgence and uh i kind of ordered space infantry as like an afterthought because i just got clued out of the two games i think i've gotten a lot more play out of space infantry than i have out of lock and load because lock and load is right now not the the world at war game is not sorry the world of war world of war is not really grabbing me right now but space infantry has definitely been an interesting uh solo game for me so Basically, Space Infantry is a game where you have a squad of Space Infantry and you have missions that you have to do. And uh, the, the, the package that you get from uh, Lock and Load through Kickstarter was pretty big. I'm not quite sure what you get normally, uh, but I got a lot of ton of stuff like, like just it was a gigantic box, like with 15 different races and base 13 maps and all sorts of stuff and tons of cards and but uh basically the the point of the game is uh you basically it's a solo game you have a mission you have to do and then you have a map and it basically has little uh, locations that you have to move to and so based on the requirements that are on those locations uh you basically try to uh stat out your squad like choose you have a certain number of points that you can buy a squad of space infantry and uh some of some of them are better at fighting some of them are specialists that are like good at certain tasks like computer or like i don't know like fucking what are some of them jason like technician like demolition, or yeah, demolition. You, you get like the lockpick guy right so yep. so you look at the you're looking at your mission and you kind of there's certain challenges that you have to make the only thing i didn't really like about the game uh, or one of the only things was i didn't like the dice work where yeah. there's a weird thing where you roll two dice and I'm I'm gonna try, I'm not gonna try to specifically describe it because I I have to look it up almost every time I roll the dice which is irritating but basically if you roll a 
one on the main die, and then you roll something on the colored die that you roll, then the one becomes a zero. Like, I think if you roll like a one or a two, oh, the I one think becomes that's a different. zero. Yeah, that, I don't think that the first game was like that. And then if you roll like a six, yeah, here's here's how the random, so I'll just explain this to you. This is a headache. Um, so you roll a six-sided die, but they want values between zero to eight. Oh, so, clearly. That's, that's how six-sided right, so, dice roll. Right. So what you do is they have you roll two six-sided dice. And if the colored die gets a one, if the colored guy gets a one, then you roll the white die. So the colored die is the main die. If the colored die is a one, you then roll the white die. If the white die is a one or a two, it's like a special result on the white die. So your one becomes a zero. If if you rolled the color die as a six and you roll a one or two on the white die, you mm. add the one or two to mm. the result of the six. So it gives you zero. And it's kind of like you couldn't just That's throw weird. a fucking 10 yeah. sider in Come there. Come on. Yeah. Like, like just we couldn't, we couldn't make the variation <laughs> zero to nine. Like, or make a nine. I don't know. Maybe you can't make a nine sided die. I don't know. But it had to but be zero, zero to nine. That's a 10 sided die. But I, I guess the idea is that you're. But no, he, they want zero to eight. Yeah, so, but that like that's just just but, make but one so more. It, I guess the idea it makes it rarer, even than yeah. a zero to eight roll, because then you would have a seven, you'd have a, a whatever a two out of nine chance of giving it a seven or eight. Um, that's fitting. Dude, that's just dude, yeah. it meant. Or how about this? On the white die, instead of having fucking uh, pips, why not just put like two of those little like. Like lock and load calculator, mm-hmm. yeah, symmetry. Yeah. So if I roll it, I know it's special, right? Yep. Instead of, I'm always like, is it the color die I'm supposed to be rolling for the number or the white? Like I constantly forgot it, so that was irritating. So so basically, what happens is you'll you'll have a uh, you have rooms or chambers that you're trying to get into as you're trying to progress through the the mission and you have a skill check that you have to do to get to that room and so uh you have to roll a certain number of successes to get into there so based on the different skills of your characters or your soldiers uh you might succeed so you're trying to try to fine tune uh some of these skills so that you can do well on the mission that's coming up the downside is the specialists are really good at these missions at these special skills like computer or whatever they are um but they don't fight unless uh your your infantry is really reduced i think down to less than three guys uh that's the only time they'll fight so the so when you're trying to get your you have a trade-off there it's kind of almost like uh like a ridley type mission in aliens where you have some (laughs) some fighting guys but you got to bring some people who aren't great at fighting like ridley will fight if it if it's it gets into a pinch like things get rough if you fuck with the cat yeah yeah i thought it was kind of a cool way to do it where you need to mix the load between uh these guys who are are more like non-military like a doctor or something Mm -hmm. or scientist Mm -hmm. and then have your raw like space marines yeah because a space marine can't operate a computer right well, I mean, they, some can. I mean, some of them have a little right. bit of skill, but yeah. But yeah, and so the other cool thing is you've got assets, like, or basically, I'm not sure if they call them assets or what they call them, but there's, uh, there's, uh, basically resources you have in the game. Like you might have recon, or, or no, it's, I think it's called intelligence. What are they called? Yeah, there's resource counters. 
So the resource counters are like, uh, they can let you do different things. Like uh, you might have a demolition where you can do a demolition without having a demolition export. You might have a first aid kit that can heal one of your guys. One of the good ones I liked was intelligence because intelligence, Intel can let you uh, ambush an enemy. So what happens is you have, if I'm trying to get in a room that has computer three or whatever, I, I have to succeed that test to get into the room. Once I get into the room, then I test to see, I take an alert test to see if there's a monster in there or some kind of enemy. And the enemy is based on whatever one of the 18 enemy cards I chose for this particular mission. And it's also based on the alert level. So if I want to do a more extreme mission, I can raise the alert level to make it more challenging for me. So there's like kind of an easy, medium, and a, like a rock hard veteran mode that you can play in. And so once that, that enemy pops up, I, I roll a die to see what kind of enemy from the enemy card shows up. And I put those little counters down. We establish what the range is, and then we're going to fight. Now, normally it would be simultaneous. Uh, but if I have intel resources, I can pay those to shoot first. Like I ambush them instead of them ambushing me. You know, so I was like, oh, I, I, we saw them come we, or we got some information that they might be in this room or whatever. So you're always making these kinds of decisions as far as uh, resources as to what you want to burn. But they are limited. You could, you might find some during the mission, but you have, you have to make a lot of hard decisions about what kind of uh, uh, when and where you want to use these resources. So that's kind of what I was talking to you about, Jason, like, like what, what do you have to spend, you know? Yeah, and I like I like that trade off of like it gives you and and I I haven't played this one, but I played the first edition of the game. What I liked about kind of getting your group together is you get that kind of you know gun porn or you know you know stat buying thing without it's not super intense like it like you know even in something like warfighter you can you can really spend a lot of time thinking about your your loadout for your squad this you get some of that same kind of decision making without having it's it's not super overhead yeah um, i mean and there's simple like the resources like you might have a grenade that does extra damage to the guys mm -hmm. you have a, i said you have the medcad you have a stim pack that can uh help i think you're you're oh it helps for a melee skill I use the intel a lot because the, the ambushing was very valuable because you basically get to fire first before the other guy fires like in an ambush phase um yeah it was it was uh so i like that aspect i i also liked that um one of the things i thought was cool about it is for the missions there there's there's a ton of different missions in the game there's like hive missions there's uh, a whole there's basically a, like probably 30 or 40 different missions in the game so some of the cool things are it matters where you are on the map like uh and it, it it rewards you at some points for deciding you know what we're not going to be able to succeed in this mission we need to get the fuck out of here so instead of trying to just bonsai through and uh succeed like have a five percent chance you can make a call to say we're going to abort the mission let's get out and if your guys your squad can get out like say you're on a space mission to the bay and your leader can call for shuttle pickup then they get you out you actually get some vps for that as opposed to if your squad got oh, fucking nice. wiped yeah, out yeah yeah so i thought that Tactical was a really retreat neat... right but I your like leader that. has to make like a comms role like to to call for the shuttle and and there's also times where you'll have the uh you have the 
the pilum, which is basically like your APC. So if you're in an open area, then you can use that too to help you. So it depends on what kind of terrain you're in. Because there's some, like I said, where you're going deep in these hive planets or uh, maybe you're in a space station. Sure. So you don't. So uh, I thought it was really neat. And there's, there's a bunch of like campaign type play where you have uh, different uh, like companies you can use. There's some where you can use robots to help you fight. Steel Bones. There's a special campaign, Steel Bones. So I thought uh, I just think that there's a lot of game here. So that's cool. That's it. So yeah, I don't. I, I've explored it. I uh, just if the first couple missions, um, but I really did feel like okay, this is cool. Like you can look at the map after playing for a little while, and then kind of get a feel for. Because the first time I went through, I think on the first mission, I think I died because I I had all space space infantry. Yeah. And then I realized, oh, yeah, I need to bring some doors. smart guys. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I need I need some ducks on this mission, <laughs> who are, who aren't going to be great at fighting, but like can figure this stuff out. Yep. <laughs> so, but but not but duck needs some some Daves and Jasons on his mission too. That's right. So, that's fair right. Enough. You, need, you need everyone, right? Mm -hmm. and, but this this game really like that. But there's a fine balance, right? You can't have yep. too many ducks because then your combat power isn't strong enough on the front end with your soldiers. Yep. And like I think the leader too, the squad leader is like kind of a nothing in combat. But what he does is he can get a command leadership role or something where he then boosts someone else's success. That's right. Um, and of course, he can call for the shuttle. I mean, he's had ninety-eight simulated drops, right? so <laughs> he knows simulated. how to call. For. <laughs> That's right. But, but dude, he knows how to call for help for sure. Dude, it, it, there's some really cool aspects to it, and I like the fact that the the only other hiccup was. They suggest you use, I think, the mercenary uh, race for the uh, first start. They're like, use this. Um, they didn't include the mercenary race in the the, the game. Oh, fun! Yeah. They, they forgot to put it in the box. But of all that so, stuff in the box, but but good knows, lock and load sent me an envelope about a uh, couple of days ago. I got it. It had everything that was missing printed out. Uh, wow. They mailed it out to me. So Very I didn't nice. have to yeah. print my own fucking uh, card and try to Did land you have to it ask or something. For it? Nope, the, yeah, just showed up. Just showed up. God bless. So it, it's a That's great. So I think I think this is actually a really uh, interesting uh, solo game, which mm -hmm. I found on several playthroughs. Uh, yeah. So they, so just run, I'm going to run through some of the stuff they've got. So they've got. Uh, oh, and the and the other thing is so. Well, while you have a map, there's there's two war theater maps for like larger campaigns there's a horde map there's two horde maps there's 13 base mission maps 12 hive tiles an outpost map um they've even got enemy boss sheets where you have to fight gigantic monsters like a giant alien or um there's 15 race sheets the interesting thing about it too is so you have the map but the rooms or the spaces are decided a lot of times by some of them are decided by cards that you lay down so even though you're fighting a mission that you thought before it can change from uh, mission to mission based on what cards sure. are put down yeah. from the deck yeah so i was surprised i knew nothing about it in fact i was texting jason when i was playing I'm like how the fuck does this work i'm so surprised that you picked this up and i i i bought and and played the shit out of the first edition and i and i played it probably five or six times and then finally got rid of it because i just like to sell games that i'm done with and it's one of the games that i regret getting rid of and buy this, i mean this I, think still, yeah. I think you can buy this one hmm. i think this is still it's expensive. But it, dude, it, uh you know what um 
I think we can hook you up. <laughs> we can see. <laughs> we might have some friends over there. Okay. Um, but yeah, I thought the the races are very cool. They're very different. There's yeah. like robot races, alien races, and like some all sorts like of horrific stuff. and crazy stuff going on. Oh yeah, and there's some missions. I remember reading through one of the things, and the mission is basically like, yeah, we don't expect go in there. We don't expect anyone to survive after mm-hmm. what they did to our colonists. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, okay, I'm down with what that. Do, like, <laughs> what do I do with this? It, yeah. So it's a. Uh, Oh, and the other thing I didn't mention was uh, one of the combat aspects is there's melee and and ranged for guys. So some infantry are good at ranged. They they roll more dice, or yeah, I think they roll more dice. Um, whatever, they're better, and some are better at melee. But you can have a guy with a flamer just fucking burning the shit out of stuff. Uh, yeah, very cool. And it really gives you that like kind of aliens feel, right? Like you can you can oh, really yeah. do that that kind of bug hunt mission. Well, the, cool. the, even the fr- even the first mission, you get to some rooms where there was a lock, and Lass and Jason, like, what the fuck is this thing? And then I look on the map; it's like there's a chance that a blast door will just shut. So we're already trying to get. We have like three <laughs> rooms that we have to clear, and now the blast door shut. So now we have to go back to all the fucking yeah. rooms we cleared. But on each of those rooms, even if we solved an alert there before, there's a chance. We're going to yep. get another monster get who's wandering through. Yep. It, it's less likely. And it's tense, right? Like, like oh, it, yeah. as you're going back through those rooms you've already cleared, it's like, fuck, if, if something pops up, it's, it's going to be bad. Well, you've got guys down. You've got no resources left. You're like, dude, there's mm-hmm. one more room to complete. Yep. So that's when you start asking yourself. You're moving around. Now you're back out to the exit point. You're like, do we want to go in? Yeah, Hudson, like, Hud, Hudson's like, expendable. We can get rid of him. Yeah. Right, right. <laughs> like we're like, yeah, we're like, we could just stop here and call for pickup. But so that's yeah. that's it. I think it's a I think it's a really good game. I think it looks interesting. And for me, I replayed it a bunch of times. Um, now that we're all hanging out, maybe I'll break it out and and uh, like I said, I've, I haven't fully explored it, but definitely you're going to get your money's worth if you got the Kickstarter. Yeah, and we'll for see sure. What it looks like with everything. I don't know how I missed it. That's cool. Yeah, I'm, I'm surprised that you didn't. Yeah, I, I, I didn't even. I and I feel like I pay attention, but I completely missed it on Kickstarter. I don't, I don't and, even and think I saw it. And it is solitaire, I, but it's, there are. Yeah. It's also PvP. You can play it. They have oh, special really? PvP too. Yeah, wow. they have a deck. Yeah, so they basically the special campaigns are Steel Bones, Flesh Eaters, Xenotype. That was right up your alley. You missed out on that one. F- multiplayer Xeno Mind, where you have cards that the uh, the Xeno player can play, uh, and who knows if it's good. Multiplayer Squad Corporal, Game Variant, The Last Outpost, Game Variant, The Horde. I think that's where you just defend something from like yeah. hordes of troops. Yeah, campaign play with different companies you can try to pick that have different characteristics. Hive missions, vehicles. Yeah, it's fucking pretty good. So, so if you got it on the nice. Kickstarter, good job. Yeah, good job. Gina. Nicely done. <laughs> and I think BMO either either Trump ordered a quarantine of the internet in New York, or BMO has dropped off the podcast. He, he so. dropped. Yeah, it's probably for the best. I've been there. It happens. Yep. <laughs> I've been there You're starting too. to question some yeah. of the decisions you made. It's, it's cool. We've all been there. Oh, I've been there. Yeah. So I do have one other game I wanted to talk about. Oh, this yeah. This is not going to be – this is like a Dave-heavy episode, but whatever. That's all right. Come I for the been, Jason, I've been stay for much. the Dave. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I've been playing a lot of RPGs. If, if you're into that kind of thing, listen to that. 
the yeah. war games have been I, hopefully I'm hoping for next month I'll I'll I'll, I'll rebound. So, so this one is a really uh, light review of a game that I'm still exploring, but I, I'm trying to remember who it might have been Kev Sharp that first was talking about it, but somebody spurred me to do a drunken order of this game. And oh, Jesus the reason, Christ. Yeah, the <laughs> I reason why I was drawn one. into it, it's it was made by New England Simulations. Uh, and this might seem like a strange connection, but when Jason and I were at Concept World when we first fell in love, uh, I saw them testing their iLow game there, the mm. game that looked awesome. So I, I didn't know anything about them, but it's called Jaws of Victory, and it's the battle around this the person like, pocket. This is like the the new the new thing. I, oh yeah, there's dude. these games that pop up that I I I haven't heard of. Dude, like the, are, what's this the is like World a boutique, War Three game? This, that, is, this is like a boutique, boutique game designer. Like at uh at at the first Donkey Kong that Mitch Red Kev Storm? Sharp played. That's our Red Storm. Something yeah, else. Red, yeah. red something. 1985. It's called 1985. I can't remember, but yeah, like I, these games come out, and I, have, I haven't even heard anything of them. And everyone's yeah. like, "I'm going to pay 300 dollars for this fucking game." So tell me about Jaws of Victory. Yeah, that's the guy. I basically made his own game. Yeah, that guy yeah. basically made his own game. Um, so Jaws of Victory is Corson Pocket, which is basically uh, the Soviets surrounded. I think a two core of Germans. And then the Germans trying to break through in uh, 44 to rescue them in the winter. And the scale is, uh, like, first of all, the components are great. The map is gorgeous. All the fucking counters are in this awesome, like like Jason was talking about mushy counters. These have this great kind of dusty matte finish on them. That And the colors are great. The printing's great. All the components are top-notch. Uh, Tons of handouts, tons of like little treasures in there, like a little, uh, there was some kind of military guide or something on how to use the troops. Um, one of the cool things about the playtesting for this game is when I go back and read the designer notes, the designer out actually outlines in the at the end of the designer notes, like something like a dozen rules that playtesters traditionally uh, during playtesting got wrong or forgot to do based on you know, basically not paying attention or not following the turn sequence carefully. So he's basically giving you advice based on their playtesting, like, hey, make like sure that. you yeah. don't forget to do this. And this hey, and dumbass. This is, right. These are things that playtesters commonly forgot to do during a turn because they were assuming, because there is some detail here where you have to focus. So this game has uh, everything you'd want in an East Front game. It's got the tanks, the Tiger tanks, the T-34s, engineers with bridges, uh, airdrop supply, all sorts of stuff. Um, recon units, motorized infantry, and but some of the cool things. So the scale is a little bit, uh, it's, it, well, it's actually probably about where OCS is. Um, one of OCS's failings, I think, is uh, OCS is a cool game to read about and play, especially on like a Vassal module, playing it face-to-face. We get into where we call the mm. truck driving phase. It's like little, I'm going to truck fiddly. Yeah. yeah, I'm going to trucking school, which is where you're going to sit around and watch your opponent vroom vroom his trucks around for like 32 minutes, going one and a half, three, <laughs> four and a half, five. What's what's what what's? And he's going to say, "What's 10 percent of 45?" Uh-huh. Okay, so four and a half. So and you're just like, "Oh my god!" It's like, and then now, now let me shoot something. And then I got to drop off the supply that's ten percent. Now I'm going to pick up supply. And we're going to drive it back, and uh, now we're going to do the wagons. You know, it's just like Jesus. 
So what this game does, instead of driving the trucks around, they've got like these uh, called SDMs. Uh, I should know what it means. I think it's supply something marker. (laughs) Supply depot marker. Let's go with that. Maybe. So the idea is you figure out where the supply source on the edge of the map for that particular uh, army is, or that higher headquarters. And your supply marker has like, say for the uh, Soviets, it's 10 slash 8. That means if it's frozen, it's 10. If it's muddy, it's 8. So you say, okay, uh, and say your supply has a supply capacity of 4. That means if it's frozen, it's going to be 10. So that's 40 intervals that it can it can drive to, to 40 hexes that it can drive to pick up supply. So, because uh, it's four, it has four intervals on it, and it's ten during frozen. So, sure. If so, basically, if you stretch it all the way out to forty, and then put it, it can put everyone within ten, which is its driving range in supply. But if you have it closer to the supply, that means it can build up supply points because it doesn't have to drive as far. So if you were only two intervals away and you had a max of four, you would burn your two intervals to get there. You then get two supply points that they can store. So there's no more of this driving shit back and forth. You basically put the the supply counter down, measure the distance to the supply source, and that tells you how many supply points you have there. And you flip it over and there's a one through four you can rotate as you burn them. So there's no stacking supply points sure, under yeah. things or any of that bullshit. And so what do the supply points do? Well, uh, if a unit wants to make an attack and you want it to fight at full strength, you have to supply that combat so you can burn a supply point for that. Artillery can fire uh, to either help a defense or help an o- a f- offensive attack. Once they fire, you mark them for ammunition burn. They lose ammo. Well, you can use supply points to reload your artillery with ammo. Uh, you can use your supply points to build bridges to stuff like that. So, but it, it's, it's like, it's, it's, I, I know OCS would never do it, but you're almost like, um, could you steal this rule from the other game? Yeah, Cause I think it would yeah. make your game really good. <laughs> but of course, OCS probably has too many artillery points. Yeah. So there's a lot of Chrome. Uh, some of the things just to throw out there that I think are cool are, like certain artillery units uh, traditionally had like horses rather than being motorized. So they have a little subscript on them. And what that means is if they move, when they finish their move, you have to put a no fire marker on them that says how many turns they can't fire because they now have to get set up. And, uh, you know, so they're, it's, it's, so when you move your heavy artillery, especially as the Soviets, uh, you want to be careful because there might be a couple turns where they can't fire after you move them. And it rewards like, more mechanized artillery. Um, just looking through. This is like the the, the, the hotness, to, dude. To use a phrase. Like, so so runs into it. So so basically, what happens in a combat is uh, I'm going to attack the other guys, guys. I'm, I'm the Germans. I'm going to attack the Soviets. So we check for a bunch of different modifiers. Maybe they're in terrain, whatever. Um, is my attack supported? Uh, do I then? Then there's are there shifts like artillery's firing for shifts. Uh, and certain artillery units are better at firing on the attack. Some give more shifts. Uh, some only give shifts on the whatever. There's, so there's a variety of different artillery units that can fire. Um, so once you get to your numbers, you might be like, okay, I'm at a five to one. Like I have armor advantage. My armor is better than your armor, blah, blah, blah. 
So five to one, I roll two dice. Uh, I'm rolling a red die and a black die. Say I roll a really good roll for my attack, but I roll a really low roll for this, the red die. So the Soviet player looks at a one on the red die. So say it's a one and a six. It's a seven. So that's not going to be bad for the Germans. But the one, they take the individual dice as the anti-armor roll. So if that die roll that you rolled for your color is less than the number of white dots you have on your best tank, you can take an armor step off one of the uh, the German units. So basically, there's an anti-armor phase at the beginning of each combat. So even though you win a combat, you could actually lose a step for uh, <laughs> off your armor. <laughs> another another really cool aspect of the game is. While a lot of the a lot of units are traditional, where it's like one step on one side or two steps on one side, I'm gonna flip to the other side, or I only have one step, and when you kill me, there's nothing on the back, I die. There's a lot of units that have multiple steps, like five or six steps. So under them is a counter that rotates during combat. So on the front of the unit, like if it's let's say it's a German motorized infantry unit, it might say B. So you take a B counter. And based on the number of steps, you put that under there. So it might say a B at four steps is 15 strength points. When it goes down to three steps, it's 12. When it goes down to two steps, it's... So there's a separate uh, strength marker under them that rotates based on their morale level or their quality level on the front of the unit. So a lot of these units, you don't know how good they are. And I've never seen a game do that. And it's like the, the levels are like A through F as far as what types of counters could be under units. Okay. So it's kind of neat. I thought it was a really, yeah. like I said, it's a very unique way of doing things. So, yeah, so there's rules for air support. There's, you can, uh, there you have the course and pocket, which is surrounded. So at some point, once you declare there's a pocket, uh, you can try to drop air, air drop supply in there. Um, what else is interesting? Another cool thing I thought about the game was they do have, uh, you can have multiple hex combats. So as long as all the attacking units are adjacent to all the defending units, you can fight it all as one big combat. So two, oh, that's cool. two, yeah, so two hexes worth of units can fight two hexes worth of, uh, defenders. And it becomes important because one of the interesting things the game does is, you know, we always have this cheesy thing in OCS where mm-hmm. they've got a line of defenders and you're going to take three hexes where the guys and attack the one guy in the middle and punch through. The, all three guys that are adjacent to that one hex, they're all going to attack and they're going to ignore mm-hmm. all the other guys mm-hmm. around them. In this game, if you're in the Zock of someone that's not being attacked, those guys fight at half strength. Those guys attack at half strength. So if I'm trying to use a second stack to attack, and they have a stack next to them that I'm not at, that's not being attacked by anyone. When I try to attack the other hex, they attack at half strength because they sure. have to leave guys yeah. behind to watch those guys. They can't just. So I thought that was neat. That's cool. Uh, let's see. It's interesting to see, down. like a you know, you know, not maybe not top tier company doing some some interesting things for the game. How did how did you was it was it Kev that that kind of. It, it, I'm not, How did it you hear about Mitch. This game? I'm not sure if Mitch was maybe Mitch was playing it first, and you know, it might have been Mitch that tipped me off to it okay. first. But I was like, "Oh, that looks really," and I just did it, and then I regretted it. I was like, "Oh, why did I fucking?" <laughs> Next morning, I'm like, "I'm like, I, everyone I saw the playing it seems through. to be liking it." No, it's it's and like uh, there's there's neat rules like <clears throat> if basically it's it's chromy. 
but the game is still pretty playable. Um, like when the Germans try to drive some of their heavy tanks off a bridge, you have to like check to see if the bridge is heavy enough to, to handle them. <laughs> and, and if it's not, you mark that, you, you put a counter down to mark that bridge. Like, so like you don't know until like a tiger tries to drive yeah. across it. So that's crazy. Yeah. So I thought, I thought all that stuff was pretty cool. Yeah. Minefields, <laughs> all sorts of shit, mud rules for mud barrages. Uh, every man for himself. You can declare that at some point, Soviet partisans, um, German armor reliability. Oh, here we go. Heavy tank bridge collapse. So with uh, all that, it still feels playable. I think so. Like it's yeah. not too much. No, I well, so the the only challenge is that like you're playing solo, the rules are different some a lot of times for the Soviets and the Germans. So uh it might be like, hey, if you're gonna put replacement steps in a Soviet unit, they have to be at least three hexes away because or four hexes away, because <laughs> traditionally the Soviets would pull those units back. But then they're like, but for the Germans, they can be adjacent and get replacement points. <sighs> so Germans you can care. Yeah, because they and they did the Ursatz battalions, they yep. brought in guys. So so you can never be you just kind of have to check the rules uh but maybe it might be easier if you're just playing one side you know and sure. like, you know, yeah. play face to face but the game is fucking gorgeous and they did the best thing they did was it's a giant two mapper there's a bunch of one mapper scenarios that are playable like right now i'm playing operation wanda which is basically the german counterattack to try to get in but the nice thing they did too is because there's four big commands, two for the Germans and two for the Soviets, they they change the counter color for them to where the Soviets are two slight variations on Soviet colors and the Germans are two slight variations on German colors, different <laughs> colors. So yeah. you can distinctly tell the difference between the different uh, commands. So there's That's never nice. any kind of confusion. Yeah. But the biggest thing is the supply rules. It's a, it's a, I think it's a breakthrough on how to do supply and still get that kind of cool OCS feel where you're paying for it. So, I like it. That's cool. That's it. And I like that push your luck aspect where the further you stretch your supply, the less supply points your guys will have. Um, whereas if they're very close to their supply source, they can have like basically if you're getting pushed back on your supply source, suddenly you're getting a lot of supply points because your trucks don't have to drive as far. That's it. That's cool. Hopefully, B mode's okay. I'm sure B mode's sleeping. The he's just sleeping. Yep, he's sleeping it off. Probably got the the tap on the shoulder. Honey, it's time for bed. Which is fair. He might have self tapped. Who knows? <laughs> uh, I've 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 been there. So I <laughs> no critique. Of it oh at yeah, all. no judgment Good at friend. all. Because I'm yeah, I'm right. halfway there myself. You got anything else, Jason? I think that's it for you me. You read any good president's books lately? No, I, man, my reading, I, I was thinking about this just this week. My reading's really slowed down. I'm reading like a cyberpunk book that I should just be flying through and it's 400 pages and it's, it's been, I think like six weeks now. And it's, do you think it's all the kids in the house? I don't know what it is. I, everything's slowing down, slowing down for me, except the drink. I read rivers of London. I didn't, I thought it was okay. Is this uh, they're, they're, the Ben Aronovich? It's the it's the it's like, sci- a, like ghosts, police, yeah. British police, supernatural. I, I've seen you guys talking about it. I don't know anything yeah. about that series. I thought it was okay. I think it might be better as it goes on. It was. I give it like a six, maybe. Yeah. It was all right. Backdoor is talking about running a Hellboy RPG 
game. So I'm I'm back in Hellboy comics. I think comics is about where my my oh, head is right now. Is yeah. that where it's going? That's that's all I, I can it. take. Yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm doing the Greyhawk, so we'll see. Yeah, yeah. we've got we've got Gerps Traveler West coming up. In that's April. right. Yeah. And then we'll do Mirps. Mirps. I'm excited Middle for Earth, that. Middle Earth Herbs. Yeah. I, I've I've told Aaron I'm going to buy a hurdy gurdy, and, and maybe I'll learn to play it by the time we play. Wait, what is that? Oh, is that an instrument? Yeah. The oh, Jesus. Don't, it's like don't a... pretend. I don't go to the Renaissance Fair. I don't know this it's, shit. It's it's a, it's a, it's, a, it's like a it's like a violin that you crank kind of. It's weird. It's a weird instrument. Have you ever played the violin? No. No, I am I am I'm tone deaf. Um I tried to play the saxophone when I was in middle school and uh failed miserably and uh have given yeah, up all viol- musical I, aspirations. I, I was a violin player from fifth through eighth grade. Very when nice. I hit ninth grade, my mom said, I think it's about time we give him a choice. And I said, No. I'm, I'm done. done. Thank you. I, I don't know if they thought that I would go <laughs> on to a great violinist. <laughs> I was like, no, I hate it. Yeah. No, I I am no. not musically inclined at all. But but I, I, I'm enjoying the idea of playing a bard in Middle Earth. So um, you're gonna buy an instrument just for your PC? You know, it's Instagram ads. <laughs> you, you never know. <laughs> Dude, you should join well, aren't you idea. in the Greyhawk game? Uh, yes. Yeah, yeah. Duck and I are gonna be oh. in the next session, I think. You, yeah, you should. We had a great time. Yeah. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. So don't, Aaron and don't, I don't, in our, don't in mess our, with the vibe. We've got our, a good vibe going on. <laughs> You know me. I that's that's my that's my mo yeah. is not messing with vibes. But Aaron and I have been watching uh, the Lord of the Rings trilogy on marathon basically every weekend. So looking forward to getting into the the merp. Very good. All yeah. right, all right, man. Well, I yeah. think that's it then. I think right? so. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Go sleep this off. All right. Do you want me to send you a song or Visit anything? Visit us at http://boardgamegeek.com/ yeah. guild/166601. Yeah. Right. Contact us at advance after combat at gmail.com.